Hey y'all, Rick Houston here, and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel lock pliers, and they weren't new. They had been been around the block a time or two. What the first deal they built, I bet. No, no, you know, I think they were, the the pliers had been red before, but paint had worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, a.k.a. Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this this souped up car, and he he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap, cheapo cars, and that, that were really no match. But he thought he was doing pretty good, and then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And as he said, it was a game of chicken, and I was the chicken. And so he ran off the road. And actually, he was the guy who, who caught Junior Johnson at his daddy's steal when Junior got tangled up in a, in a barbed wire fence. So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast, available on YouTube, DailyDownForce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Vault Podcast. Hey there, NASCAR fans. Have you got your copy of the latest edition of NASCAR Pole Position Print Magazine? If not, there's no better time than now to subscribe at PolePositionMag.com. NASCAR Pole Position is the only print magazine covering NASCAR. Officially licensed by NASCAR, NASCAR Pole Position Magazine is published throughout the NASCAR season, and each edition is an instant collector's item. Backed with great feature stories and photography. The magazine is even mailed to you in a poly bag for those who love to collect NASCAR memorabilia. At PolePositionMag.com, you can even find past issues available to purchase. Get your subscription to NASCAR Pole Position and get great NASCAR content delivered straight to your mailbox throughout the season. Learn more at PolePositionMag.com. That's PolePositionMag.com. Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast.
Speedway week, so we're having an in-person episode. Uh, we have Jarrett, we have myself, there's Darian, and uh, here's Eric. It's Wait, Eric. no, you're not. No, no, no this, is, this is Jake from freaking Euphoria. What are you talking I'm about? about guys? I'm about six inches smaller than Eric. <laughs> so we do have IDK players. You guys are not uh, familiar with him. Make sure you go check out his channel after the podcast. But we've got a breakdown. Not much that happened last week, but we had a few uh, races that happened, and we all got together, and we, we watched that all together last weekend. Here, as so, a matter of fact. Yeah, I, I was actually sitting here yeah, on In the same room. There was yeah, a game yeah. of pool happening pool. on this table. Yeah, yeah. And I lost both times to Idy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did beat him once. That's all. We're, we're not going to question any more than that. He, he just had to put that out there. So. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to question any more than that. <laughs> but, uh, hey, how's it, all, how's it all going, everybody? I don't know if that made any sense. <laughs> How's it all going? It's going pretty good. So um, the truck yeah. race, I, I've actually already forgot who won. Well, it says right there that Todd Gillen did. Yeah, Todd Gillen had won. Oh, you have to, you have to question these cup leeches coming in, right? But no, no, Todd Gillen's an underdog. I guess driver, that's so. the reason I'm having trouble forget uh, remembering it because he doesn't feel like a cup driver yeah, at this he point. Doesn't. Didn't he skip Xfinity? I mean, I think so, right? I, mean, I don't he think he did full time. He might have made some select starts, I think. But this yeah. didn't feel like a cup leech. No, no like, it didn't. It, it felt like another truck series driver won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just he was in a different number than last year. Yeah. It was all like, it it felt pretty much like a normal truck race, which compared to last year is probably better. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys at home, but last year was a complete disaster, and this year they could actually race. Like the Highline came. This year the race was nice. It was just a broadcast that was a disaster. Well, that's Fox. Yeah, that's, that's Fox for you. But also, I don't know, it's just, I love Jamie Little as a pit road reporter, but as far as in the booth, eh, I'm, I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea, personally. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to be honest. So I want to point this out. There was not a lot of people there at all. No. no. And I don't know how many people want Knoxville to stay, including for the future, but, I mean, you can look back to how Eldora was and how many people went to Eldora and... Knoxville kind of looked like a ghost town out there. Well, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing, man. Like, Knoxville, they care about sprint car racing. That's their bread and butter out there in Knoxville. That's what the track's made for, for so. Yeah, and, like, so when they hear about stock car racing, like, they're like, even, we don't care. Even dirt light models and modified don't race no. as well on that track no. compared to sprint cars mm-hmm. and, and, no. and midgets. It's made for sprint car racing. Well, and, and last year with how bad it was, I don't blame people for not showing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year I was supposed to go. And I didn't cause just last minute. I don't even last remember minute. why. No, and I, th- I thought I lucked out. Yeah, like, I got mean, lucky. That was, I would we, not want to sit through that. We were watching both uh, that and SRX, and we made a comment of how low the SRX crowd looked. But then that was huge compared to the NASCAR yeah. crowd. So Well, and they didn't really do anything to show, like, hey, this is this is the race of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I remember back in the day they'd do that a lot, like, for, like, Nashville Super Speedway or Mexico City when the – Bush series back then was the only one out there. They'd be like, hey, watch this, watch this, watch this, be on the cup broadcast, mm-hmm. be on Xfinity, trucks, everything like that. Yeah. This year, 
I knew people who like you know on Twitter I saw who are usually on it who are like oh wait there's a race this weekend yeah just not not very little promotion too and we'll get to the SRX promotion fiasco in a second but um, to stay on topic with the uh, the uh, the Knoxville Truck Series race when's Carson Hosevar gonna catch a break here when, when you, you stop tweeting <laughs> <laughs> like how we all had the same thought Dude, there. every every time it seems like something like this was his race to lose and then all of a sudden. He blows one of these spec motors and stuff too, and he even said in his post race interview, he's like, "Well, there's not there's not much analyzing to do because again, they're all spec motors. Everybody's running I'm, the same." I'm gonna tell him this weekend that you did that. I didn't do. I, it's not real, bro. No, I, it's, 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 it's not it's real, dude. It may not be real, but he believes it. He don't believe. He don't believe that. Carson Olivar, he's too smart to believe that. He he's a good sport. It. He's a good sport. He's a good sport. Oh yeah, and he uh, spell checked me too. Yeah, it's gotta be a good wrong. sport with you <laughs> taking him out every week. <laughs> Well, I want to point something out. He will get his win very soon. Here soon, in just a moment. There's two things that I took away from SRX and Knoxville this year. Hmm. At least for the way it was, the standpoint was for us. It's not the new kid on the block anymore. You know, like SRX last year, everyone's excited because it was something new. Mm -hmm. A former NASCAR driver making its own series. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden this year, it's like, oh, they're back. And same thing with Knoxville. Oh, yeah, they're back. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't the inaugural run. So, I mean, I could see some people that were only there because it was new. Not want to come back because it's you know at this it's not point, trending. I mean the truck series, man. Like I know they want a dirt race, but like Eldora seemed like it was the perfect fit. You know Tony Stewart. Like I mean at first it was good, but then towards the end we kind of it kind of lost its luster. But I'd rather have El, um, El, Eldora back over <laughs> over Knoxville. I don't want Eldora. Yeah, we, we want dirt at Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> but I'd rather have that. I think I'd rather at this point. Unless we can get Eldora back, let's just keep it at Bristol and let's just go with that. Yeah. But, you know, we talked about it a bit earlier with the broadcast. They, they missed a flip at yeah. a dirt track. They, they missed, actually, a flip and an almost flip. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, that's typical Fox. Flip. Well, and, and we should expect that Fox broadcasts on, on the weekends that there's not cup when it's the B or C team. You yeah. know, I mean, they even had the B team in the booth. You know, they definitely was giving some vacations out to a lot of the camera people, too. Well, and I, I know, for instance, you know, people rip on Vince Welch, and Jamie Little coming in wasn't really an improvement too much. It's just not what she's, you know, specializes in. Um, but you could tell that, they, that, like, a lot of them were not there. Yeah. And that, and that it showed really bad. They weren't catching stuff. They were catching what was on the camera. It, it reminded me of COVID races. I think I'm just more wondering why was there no just like stationary camera set up or something like that one does like someone doesn't have to be at you know yeah. i know like we also like yeah you know the the uh the camera people they do get some of the blame but also don't forget about the freaking producers because you know they yeah. see they're supposed to see some of that stuff and go oh camera one camera two camera three here and i don't know it's just it no matter who the freaking um um box producer is it's always something it's always some type of problem yeah uh, it, it's I, I, I would like to say it gets old, but we're at the point that I think we're kind of used to it. Like it's if this, sad. If though. this was if this was like four years ago when we were on here talking about this, we we would be like up in arms, outraged. Now we're used to it, which is kind of it's kind of bad because now we have such a low bar. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't really know what way to fix it except that like NASCAR has to get on them about it. But if they're paying the bills for NASCAR, mm -hmm. they have to control. Like there's, I don't think NASCAR is going to step in, especially with the truck series. Like I could see with Cup if they get enough, like enough is enough kind of thing. But if it's for the third series, like you know, I, I don't see anything. At, at it's this point, Map TV at this point. At, at this point, I think they're just happy that they even get it on cable at this point. Yeah, 
I mean, remember, it's only Fox that broadcasts is, uh, the truck series. Yeah, so yeah. they'll be here this weekend. I think they'll do better at Nashville, but I think it's also because NASCAR is full well, on. It's one of the few triple headers. What I've seen is that a lot of the same people who do it who do it for NBC also do it for Fox. Is what I've noticed. I think it's like it's like it's in a way it's like more of a collaboration of NASCAR productions. It's just that they're the ones who are the ones like putting it out there. If that makes any if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. So a lot of it's the same crew. And it might even be the same even in the production area. So we might not be that much different other than the graphics and the people we see on TV. I don't know. It seems like there is a difference, though, with NBC and Fox. Yeah. Like, it does seem like there is a real difference between them. So I know, I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but I know there, there's a point where they all kind of co- combine together, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There there definitely is, I think, with, with the camera stuff. I think directing is different and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The, the, the major things that you can change yeah i mean they've been changing the way the trucks work a little bit i mean I'm, i don't know who made the decision to make more truck races on saturday but you can clearly look at the schedule from this year and even two years you know down in the past trucks used to be racing on friday nights all the time now it's yeah. like saturday well, saturday and homestead is gonna be having the trucks on saturday well, that because, caught me off guard because uh friday night is is like the dead slot for tv like yeah. that is where you send your program to die in TV oh. ratings-wise. I'm like, looking at the ratings this week, I mean, they, they had well over half a million watched, 625,000, which for an off weekend in NASCAR is a really big deal. Yeah. Um, there's not really too much more to look at than that. Like, I know we can we can go in, like, the Target demo, and we'll look a little more on that a little later with uh, with SRX, but... As far as the uh, the performances in the truck race, did uh, anybody in a uh, particular standout? Um, Derek Krause, uh, to me, especially did. Oh, he was good last yeah, year, too, he so he wasn't a bad pick to like mm-hmm. look at going into it. Um, Deegan won a stage. <laughs> yeah, she won a heat race. But I mean, or, she was or, in the sorry, top. Sorry, heat race. Yeah, I mean, she was in the top ten, but again, like dirt is supposed to be her specialty, so it's like, I mean, she's got to step it up, man. Like, and I think she'd say the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I think at this point, like, the the excuses for Deegan are out the window. And also the hype train is, like, it's, it, there's no... There is not. Yeah, there's no there more hype anymore. It's I mean, I mean yeah. you got to understand, Todd Gillen won in the same equipment. Mm-hmm. Ryan Priest has won and nearly won this year in the same equipment. Yep. He might mm-hmm. win this week in the same equipment. And I guess, like, maybe a better comparison, too, would be Tanner Gray, since those two are cup drivers, and, yes, they've won in the lower series. Tanner Gray, like, yeah, he's not, you know, setting the world on fire, but he's a lot closer to the playoff cut line than Haley Deegan is. Yeah. He's yeah. performed much better. Yeah. And, you know, he's coming. he comes from a... A, uh, a drag racing background, if I'm not mistaken, too. So it's not like he's like, you know, like, oh, he's raced stock cars his whole life and stuff. So kind of similar to Deegan, she was coming from a different sort of racing and stuff, and so was Tanner. So, yeah, look, it's not the best equipment in the world, but it's not horrible. It's not horrible equipment. Real quick, I've seen someone said in the chat, uh, that's an awesome room. Who's placed that? We're at my house. So. Yes. This guy's yeah. See, some of the fans, awesome. we've the had Bank people. Cave. Yeah, we, we've called, some people have called it the, what the, is it? The Danny Cloud Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're a bunch of YouTubers in the Cloud House together. No, it, but you it, know what? Us four combined, though, and says, we, you know, if you add all of our subscribers together, it's oh, it's um, it's uh, 100 plus K. Okay, quit, so. quit inflating the <laughs> ego. Yeah, it's a Cloud House, bro. We're at, <laughs> we are at mine and my wife's house. This is our, our bonus room, more or less. Yeah. So it's a good area, good area to Got hang out. set up on the pool table. He's li- probably literally outside of my garage, which is probably a, a junky mess. Probably the only place where we could all get there and do this. So. This is the clout throne. So. <laughs> yeah, so. 
but we had the truck race. Yeah, you had another race. Yeah, the 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 SRX race. Yes, you gotta be careful. Oh, I mean SRX race. What was it? Carnation said, "I'm so ready for sex." No, SRX. SRX. Freaking autocorrect. That's a real thing. Autocorrect always does that to me. Yeah, all yeah. But I I would say, what were your guys' takeaways from this race? Like, oh, like there was because we talked about before. There was no hype leading up to this. It was just like, okay, Saturday's here. Let's do it. It's just sort of there. Yeah, and you know we'll talk about the ratings a bit, and, but it's like, what were your guys' takeaways? Because I did not feel that same kind of buzz that so there was last year. It's so weird because you know we know who is running their social media stuff, and in all honesty, he's doing a great job with it. Yes, but I feel like the mainstream promotion was not there this year. No, I, and and that's you know I think you know talking in the DMs with uh, Eric this past week, you know we were he was saying something like outside of CBS, I don't think. I've seen anything whatsoever for it, which is a similar problem that NASCAR actually mm-hmm. has. Yeah, but once again, I think that is because this is a sophomore season. It's not like the new thing on the but, block anymore. But you got to get it. You can't get it just on CBS itself because, like, you know, we'll talk about it in a bit. But I will say they had under a million viewers, mm-hmm. which for a main CBS Saturday night slot is atrocious. And I know, yes, they went up technically went up with NASCAR head to head, but still, like you went up million, against yeah a truck you, race. You went up against the truck race on an off yeah. week at one of the worst tracks on FS1, and you couldn't bring in a million viewers like mm-hmm. that. I, and I get yes, you know. There, there's not going to be the overlap this week. But that's just it's, 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 it's like saying that if you're a football fan, your two choices was the XFL and high school football, and high school football nearly be XFL. Well, it's like watching Jets, Jaguars, or like I don't know, like Texans, Bears. Yeah, like there, there's not. It wasn't really that good of an option. Or so anybody like, uh, the the, uh, the Dolphins are playing. <laughs> the racing the itself yeah. wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't anything different than last year. Um, there just there was no there was no good promotion going in. There was really no good storylines that came out of it. I mean, even Paul Tracy wasn't that down bad this year. And also, <laughs> and also by and large too, it's basically like mostly the same drivers we saw last year too. It's like yes, yeah, like the diehard fans are gonna get excited for it no matter what because you see you know the old heads racing and stuff. And yeah, you have some of the well, uh, you'll the, have the old the younger drivers. Yeah, 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 the old diehards so, and stuff. But I can't remember, and I'm sorry that I forgot your name. I I didn't have the tweet ready to go, but. I saw a tweet that responded to me this week who was just like, I, I have no attachment. I, the, the, the person was like, I started watching pretty recently. I Superstars to me are Chase Elliott, Kyle mm-hmm. Bush. I, well, I, that's I, another I thing. saw that tweet you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, and it, it's like if, you, like, if you can't bring in any of the younger fans, because I'm sorry, Haley Deegan, if this was three years ago, would bring that in. Yeah, not but, anymore. But not anymore. She's, she, I mean, she'll bring in a fair amount of her, her YouTube audience, I'm sure, whenever she's racing, but... You know, we're going to see Chase Elliott get into the car this year. We're going to see Ryan Blaney. Those will be races where it's going to be more interesting with the ratings do. I think it's just, if you have your premiere, you got to have the, the big guns out, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, if you look at anybody in that field, like, can you name somebody in that field who would bring a big, young audience? Or not even a young audience, just like... A normal mainstream audience, in. maybe Castro Nevis, but once yeah, again, this is—they're running off nostalgia. Like yeah. this is literally their it, kind of their plan from what it came off of. It's geriatric IROC. That's what it is. Yeah. It's the retirement I mean, series. You know, if you're gonna go after people of that time period, that age range, 
Get a Jimmy Johnson. Get a well, Dell Jr. Do what you have to to get him. Other than Deegan, who's the youngest person in the in Ernie Minnesota? Francis Jr.? Ernie Francis. But he's not full-time. Yeah, that's it, though. Like, full-timers. Newman. Oh, full-timers? <laughs> Maybe yeah, full-timers Newman. Probably, yeah. probably Newman. And Newman's what, in his 40s? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's the retirement series. It's the retirement home series, basically. Well, I, and really, this week, it makes no sense why they couldn't have get, gotten some, some NASCAR guys. It's literally their off week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I, I do question going forward. Like, I, th- I think they're going to have some races that, that break that million mark. And I know that people are like, you know, talk about the racing and talk about the ratings, but it's like that. It's a big thing. If, if they, they can't they, get over a million, there won't be racing. They need to do whatever they can to get this guy in it. They need, they need to get Kyle Larson into, into a race. Into I want to see got this guy in it. I'd lo- I want to see mm-hmm. Kyle Busch, too. I'd be interested to see Kyle Busch racing one of these races. Oh, he'd, he'd wipe the floor yeah. with them. Oh, he would. He would. <laughs> that would be yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he races so many... People might not know this, but Kyle Busch races a lot of different vehicles each mm-hmm. year. He was he was actually racing a, uh, a, a, sprint, a wingless sprint car or something like that recently, <laughs> and he actually posted a clip on... Uh, on, on social media that a car flipped and missed him by like just barely. Yeah. Now I will say somebody who would probably bring in like that underground audience of racing put on the show this week and that was Bubba Pollard. Yes. Like yeah. he, he flat out actually put on a good show and made the he made single handedly made the race interesting. He had a flat tire had to go all the way to the back of the field and, and then, still nearly won. Yeah nearly won the yeah. race towards the end. Just so, need one more caution there. So I, I think this year it, like something they really need to key in on is those local guys get like they, they did a good job of that last year where they would like key in on these guys that you had no idea who they were and, and what, and what they do they call them uh, local superstars or something like that I, yeah I can't remember like the, the term they use but I it think was, it like, was like the local seat or something I, I can't remember it had something to do with them being yeah. obviously from the yeah racetrack and I think that's something they should key in on make mm-hmm. that make somebody who is like an underground favorite a cult favorite make them some like make them a name make make these people a name with these other guys you have there have it like almost you can almost have it being like a passing of the torch kind of thing because um, I don't you know you, you've seen a, there's a lot less it seems like there's a lot less people who are full time or doing a majority of the races this year and they're just getting more drivers which I'm cool with I want the diversity of drivers have as many in there as possible but at the same time it's like it, if you're not going to have that many continuing storylines you have to branch out in different ways. And, I mean, again, that all goes back to actually promoting the, the whole series. But also, yeah. if you want to, like, appeal to a, a younger audience, too, I wouldn't mind them like, maybe experimenting with some of the younger up-and-coming guys. Maybe get a, a guy like a Noah Gregson in, yes. Ty Gibbs, a Carson Hosea. Noah Gregson versus Paul because, Tracy. Because, I mean, they're not racing for points or nothing, so it's like, hey, why not? They're going to go all I'll, out, you know? Oh, you don't you know how much I want to see Ty Gibbs take out Tony yeah, Stewart. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that would be very entertaining. And then I know the argument is like, well, well they're not real superstars, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like please, please. Like, is, is Haley Deegan really? Yeah, that's what I was, I was just about to say. say, that. say that. I'm like, look, say Haley that. Deegan's in it, you know, and like, I'm going to keep bringing her would, up. I but, well, I, I think she'd agree. Yeah. She um, she is a superstar in the sense of everything she's she's achieved a lot outside of the track. Yeah, and she's a which is a hell of okay a lot. Racer. Still, yeah, but, t- yeah, she's a super a superstar in media, but yeah. as a driver, not no, not like yet. you're in the third tier series of NASCAR. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, no, no. But to my earlier point though, I would love to see guys like a Carson Hosevar, Noah Gregson, a Ty Gibbs race, like, and also like if you want to get some more older guys. 
Where's Jimmy Spencer? Where's Robbie oh, Gordon? I know? love. To, I'll tell you who I'd love to see. I'd love to see Colton Herta try dirt. Yes, yeah, yes, Herta's cars. Or and or Jeremy Mayfield as well. Oh wait, is he? Is he racing? He's not confirmed, but he's been like, you know, if, if they're available, I'm willing to come Just in here. Put so here's yeah. the thing. You know, ordinarily they're supposed to have 12 cars, but they actually ran 13 this weekend mm-hmm. because Castro Nevis literally was not even supposed to be in this race until. Like the day before, he called up Don Hogg. Was like, "Hey, can I have a car?" And but like, also, oh, okay. don't forget about the bet that was made as well. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So uh, no one knew about this until Castronovas won the race, and he said it live on TV. He said that Don Hawk uh, bet him that if he could show up and win that race, he would make sure that he gets funded a NASCAR ride. He didn't say Cup Series; he just said NASCAR ride. Project ninety one. Yep. That's where my mind first goes to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think? Where do you think we see Castroneves make a run this year, or do you think maybe he would wait and see if Indianapolis changes to the old configuration? I don't think this year, but I really think the Brickyard like four hundred is coming back next year. I think that would be if the that one. comes back. That might be worth me going to the Brickyard four hundred to see if he could win NASCAR on that. I don't know if he'd win, but I think just having him there. Would be if he's in trackhouse equipment, he'd have a chance. He'd have a chance, but I think there's such there's such a big difference between yeah. the two. I mean, look at how Juan Pablo Montoya did compared to. It took him a, a few tries at Indy to finally get the hang mm-hmm. of it. Well, that's just in NASCAR in general, it was tough for him. Yeah. I and mean, he's one of the best drivers. What about ever. Daytona though? I think he would try Daytona easily yeah. because I mean, look at it. It's going to be hard to fill out the field. I think next year, like we barely just had someone go home. This year, I, and just with that extra ninety-one, they always pull. They always pull an extra car out of their butts every year. I like, think he'll try Daytona. I mean, he's won what four times now at Indy. You know, yeah. might as well try the stock car game. Honestly, I wouldn't mind him trying Daytona this year for this regular season finale. Say, I, I wouldn't mind it. I think this. I don't know about this year because uh, Project Ninety One, Trackhouse, all of them. They were like they're only doing one race. Yeah. Oh, okay. That okay. might be flexible, yeah. but I think next year would be better because they'll have a better con- control and grasp on the car. There's a lot longer for scheduling. I think it would it would work a lot better for next year. I, I would see them running. I don't know if they've even set a confirmed number. I would say maybe they run 10 races next year at the 91 car. Yeah. I, I could see that, 8 to 10 races. I think that's fair. Uh, who all they get? I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing Jimmy Johnson come back for one last NASCAR race. That's just kind of selfish. Yeah. Let's but. be honest here. Nothing's off the table for that team. No. I mean, no one expected them to come out of the gate this year, really, with three wins already. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, literally, if they bring Cash Davis to the 500 I like next this year. idea. It's random, but Paul Menard for the 91 at Road America. Let's try it. Yeah, know. He's if won you, there in the Xfinity Series. If you want to get hard for Menard at Road America, lick that like button. Same with with Castro Neves. And, r- and right now we've only got seventy eight people who are hard for Menard. I mean that's, that's disappointing, guys. <laughs> but as far we need as, to get hundred. As far as specifically just international drivers, like who would you like to see next year in that ride? Let's go freaking nuts with it, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, Lewis <laughs> yeah. Hamilton. Let's go nuts with it. I, yeah. I don't care if it's unrealistic. I would love Let's to see. Fun. Hey, I want to see maybe. Hey, Colton Herta does a Cup race. Perhaps. Montoya come hey. back. Yeah, Montoya. Too. I mean, he has experience in the Cup series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to see Kimi Raikkonen go have another go as well. So I want to see how he does this year, of course. But yeah, yeah, I can see a lot of them trying the Brickyard 400 if it comes back next year. Which I, uh, I honestly only think one it's, Project 91 car. <laughs> no, I know, but like possibly maybe there's another team that might try that. I mean, look, look how well it's working out for Trackhouse. Well, I mean, you could have somebody uh, sub in with the uh, the colleague team if they don't have a full time driver for mm, the 16 next yeah. year. I mean, yeah, that's a good. They could do that. Yeah. I, I, at this point, like the way that NASCAR is, I don't. I'm I'm both surprised by crazy things, but I'm also used to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
I knew it could happen. You know, I I'm glad know. it's happening, though. I mean, yeah. what, yeah. two, three years ago, what did we have? Two New Hampshire races, two Pocono races. This was the whole summer, by the way. Yes. Two, and then, you know, Michigan as well. There was, like, barely any track diversity. Mm. And then our now here you are. We're talking about a possible street course. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would say, you know, anyone's on the table at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody is on the table. And, and that's, that's the fun part of it. Like, there's a, there's a little, I want to say mystery, but there's, like, something to keep you on the edge of your seat outside of the race itself now, which is really cool because you didn't have that even two or three years ago. And yeah. it's just it's great to see new teams, you know, step up to the plate and, you know, take it to these, you know, established teams like Hendrick mm-hmm. Motorsports, Joe Gibbs and stuff, and innovating the sport in ways such as Project 91. So, I love it. Yeah, so, I mean... I, we we, we kind of went off of the SRX. Train, we we, we went off we went off everything there. Yeah. Well, that's the fun part, you know. We, we we don't have that much to go over racing wise. Yeah. This week. Let's have let's let's go off and just go on tangents. So yeah, that's uh, that's gonna do it for SRX and the truck series. Well. We don't have a poll this week. Yeah, I was about to say. I was That's the problem. Oh, yeah. no you're, you're right. There's no poll. And, uh, so how about this? Let's, let's ask each other. How did we like the race? <laughs> Which one? Let's just say truck series. Yeah, uh, truck series. It was mid. I mean, it was better than last year. Okay, okay. rate it in your five things. Good, okay, great, so... so great good. And I want everyone to put this in the chat here, too. We'll, we'll get a, a sense of it. Uh, so what did you think of the truck race? Did you think it was great, good, mm-hmm. average, below average, or bad? Let us know in the comments. We're not going to have any, like, scientific data with it. But we, we could we, do a quick poll. Well, we only have four spots for it. I'm yeah, yeah, so, I'm gonna, yeah, I said mid, so I'm going to go average. It was, I thought it was an average race. It, was, it wasn't anything special. It was better than last year. It, they didn't look like fools. And that's about after last season with this race. It's about all we could ask. No, for. just Fox Sports was. A, they were the only ones who looked. But like we're that. asking about the race <laughs> yeah, itself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we could. We can beat this dead horse for another three years. <laughs> I'd just say it was good. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. Like I was obviously playing pool most of the time for the <laughs> truck race, but like just listening to the broadcast and just seeing everything. Probably the racing quality was average, but the energy was horrible there was yeah. no energy was whatsoever there's yeah. like i watched back on a race from 2006 and yeah obviously the fans do a really good job because everything being packed up but they did a really good job of just making it very energetic with you know the cars going by very loud the commentators are on top of it it's just for this truck race it there was no energy yeah I've, it was very sterile yeah it was just nothing. Like I can't even say average. I'll say, say below I has, average. I think it has like a lot to do with it. You know, with the uh, the Cup Series having an off week and stuff. So it's just like, oh, just not as much energy. Just wanted to, you know, just uh, get the race done and stuff. But I'd give this race um, an average rating as well. Just, just yeah, very mid. I, I I don't like that that like, and I know we're not using it as an excuse, but some people have of like, oh, there's no Cup race, so that's why we can have like no energy with it. It's like. We're three or four races away from the truck mm-hmm. playoffs. Like this should mean something. Oh no, I no, I agree. Every race should have energy. Yeah, especially. Well, yeah, but I'm like, if 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 it's what NASCAR wants with all of this playoff stuff and what they then want they should be hyping it up. They need to hype it up. Yeah. What the broadcasters? Yeah, this is on the broadcasters to hype it up. Mm-hmm. 
Send the people out there. Again, that's what I'm saying. Here's Man. my thing. This was supposed to replace Eldora, right? Remember how much hype Eldora, at least from my standpoint. Oh, I remember. Like, yeah. People year, cared about Eldora. But even like after, like, I feel like there was still a lot more people in the stands. Yeah. It, it felt unique. El Eldora is a track that trucks can actually race on and be halfway decent because it's got banking. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you go into Knoxville, it's almost like a get-me-over race to the next week. That's how it felt like oh, to me. And another thing here, a lot of people don't even know where Knoxville is. Most people think it's Knoxville, Tennessee. No, so did my aunt. She messaged me like, so, you're so, going to Knoxville, That's how people, at least your casual NASCAR fans, know about this. They're like, oh, yeah. they're in Knoxville, Tennessee? I didn't home know they had the a track. Famous, yes, home of the famous Knoxville Nationals in Knoxville, Iowa, not yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. So, you know, it's not in Tennessee. Now, Dollywood's in there. Knoxville, right? Dollywood's in Pigeon Forest. Oh, Pigeon Forest. Dang Which it. is basically <laughs> it, it's just about an hour. Knoxville. It's about an hour from Knoxville. Okay, close enough. Yeah, but uh, no, University of Tennessee, that is in Knoxville. <laughs> we had to get one in tonight. Yeah, go balls, <laughs> go balls right? Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, we can do some super chats for a little bit now. Yeah, if yeah, you guys want to yeah, do that. Let me oh, go to the ones that we've already missed. Yeah, because we don't necessarily even need to time it because well we're so early in it we can get it we can probably get the early ones done yeah. and good to go and uh oh nice and nice it, analytics danny nice, uh, <laughs> uh, nice thumbnail yeah let's see let's see what the people are saying though it's danny time <laughs> stop stop <laughs> go look at danny's thumbnail and you guys will get it on his last video yeah just see my latest video today guys all right, so the first one come in tonight from our good buddy Jar Jar Banks oh for a dollar ninety nine. Misa here, Danny Boo Doo Doo Head Harvick. <laughs> oh my God! Getting started early, Jar Jar. Oh good. Then Lord Voldemort. What I gotta open the link. We'll just say Voldemort. We'll say <laughs> Voldemort. Wait, wait, don't read the rest. Of it. <laughs> oh my it's God! Voldemort. I'm not reading. You're, you're Lord Voldemort. That's all you're getting. <laughs> the dollar ninety nine. Appreciate that. The Dark Lord calls for second in Michigan. Boo K H. Herbert, uh, Herbert, you all know who Herbert is. Dollar ninety nine. Jared said, "I can stay with him during off season." No, no. <laughs> Herbert with another dollar nine. Jared, favorite romance novel, also bouquet. All the ones that I haven't read. <laughs> George R. Banks coming up dollar ninety nine. Appreciate that. What's Yusa's favorite NASCAR romance novel? What Jared? Pandora's box did I open? <laughs> You shouldn't have told him about the novels, bro. Jar Jar Binks, dollar nine. I appreciate that. Misa hopes meet. Misa hopes meet. Uh, just trying to say Misa to me. Misa hopes meet Misa friend Danny at Martinsville. Uh, Misa, don't know if I'm going to Martinsville, but if I am, say hello. Isaac coming in at four ninety nine. Appreciate that, Isaac. Uh, just dropping a wave. Can't watch tonight. Got midterm tomorrow. Oh, Ooh, good luck with uh. that. Good luck. <laughs> Wish me luck, and yes, I have summer school. My life is at pathetic. Oh, oh hey, I've been I, there. I was, about I've been say, there. I was about to say, you got a midterm right hey, now? Hey, I've been there, bro. I've, I've been, been to summer school. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Isaac coming up again of another dollar ninety nine. He said, by the way, take Darian's phone away when a race starts. You can't take my <laughs> phone away. No, no, no. This is how I, this is how I addicted. do my job. Yes, addicted. I'm addicted. That's, that's, I'm addicted to tweeting. We've got media access this week, and it's literally his media right mm -hmm. there. So Yeah. <laughs> His, his media is jinxing drivers, so. <laughs> Philip Richards coming in at $5. Appreciate that. I got to watch Elio climb the fence at my home track in person. My no, life is not complete. That's that cool. is good. And, that's awesome. And uh, they didn't even show that live. They showed it like short, for a short second of pre recorded. I thought that was kind of a bad thing, uh, too. 
Uh, Bush Brothers fan, just giving a dollar. No comment. Appreciate that. I did say that you uh, became a member of Danny V Super Friends. I appreciate you becoming a member of the channel. Hot Piss coming in at four ninety nine. Appreciate the four ninety nine. Three minutes, by the way. All right, we'll, we'll end on our good friend Hot Piss. Will the NWP crew be at the Indy Road Course or Bristol Playoff this year? If so, I'll see you there. No one Indy Road Course for me. Maybe Bristol. Yeah, well, we'll see for Indy for me, but and and, and Bristol as well. We'll I got to go to Bristol. I, I what did I do? Like put it off like three years you, in a yeah, row now? You, yeah, you put it off for a while. <laughs> yeah, you, you you've been you've been waiting for a while. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'll do it for a little bit of the super chats. And now it is at the point of the show where we got to thank our first sponsor tonight. Lionel Racing. Hey. You can get your official Lionel Racing diecast from uh, LionelRacing.com and your favorite authorized Lionel Racing uh, diecast dealers. We're all here together with some diecasts. Uh, Jarrett, what do you got here with us? I got Tony Stewart's 2006 Chevy. Uh, and I got this one because the SRX is back and. Wow, everyone has the... Well, they, well, they, well, wow, they all have uh, diecasts that look like ones I own. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually was responsible and got my own. Uh, but I, I like this one because this is back when they had the rubber wheels on these, so I think that's pretty cool. And bump draft cam. <laughs> well, we are at the uh, second annual Ally 400, so I've got the car that won the that's very really first nice. Ally 400 that Kyle Larson drove, the Valvoline car. Uh, is the first time I think I've seen Kyle Larson win a couple. Oh, they even have the shredded one. tires too. Yeah, I've got the nice. shredded tire on there. Uh, five cool. times or something. Oh my gosh! Year. Unfortunately, though, this this race did not have confetti last year, or else this car mm-hmm. would have looked a whole lot better. But you can still see some of the race uh, markings on it. And speaking of race versions, he's got a race version. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think this is the best looking truck in the truck series of all time. Matt Crafton. I'm not a fan of yellow, but, like, he makes yellow work. Like, let's be honest here. And also, I took this from Danny's shelf over there because all my stuff is still down in Miami. So, what was this, Eldora? I think Eldora. This is Eldora. It's the only time he won Eldora. Eldora mm-hmm. race one. I mean, let's be honest. Like, you know you're at a truck race. Like, you can find Crafton's truck out on the track you know, whenever you want. You're at a truck race when you see his truck there. Well, well, yeah. yeah. But, like, oh the thing is, you know, like, you know yeah. you're at a truck race. Yes. Truck I, I was about to say analysis. that. I stopped myself. And I was like, Expert wow, that doesn't sound smart at all. <laughs> but, you know, what I loved about the 90s, or, like, looking back on it, all the cars were bright, and you can, like, tell who's mm. who. And I think Crafton's truck still does that. He, used well, to like, drive he carries that mantle. He used to drive the purple yeah. Menards scheme, like, a, a long before that, yeah. too. I feel like just now, modern days, like, the last one holding the mantle of bright trucks or stock cars, I and, guess you say. And on the subject of nice schemes, uh, Darian's holding a pretty nice so one. So this there. is a nice scheme. The performance wasn't nice that evening, but this is nice. So this is Dale Jr.'s 2009 Darlington scheme. This was uh, the a only, special Mountain The Dew only scheme. race where it was just Mountain Dew on the car. Yeah, just Mountain Dew, doo-doo-doo on the back. and do the do 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 but yeah, so he had, he uh, he ended up finishing what Jared like what twentieth or something like oh, that. Yeah, seven. Oh, he spun out. I remember him spinning out on the front stretch. Like five laps down. The year before, they did the Daryl Walter throwback, and he come close. To, he come close to winning that. Yeah, one. scraped the wall a few times. Yeah, got a P four. But yeah, no, it wasn't good the second time around. But hey, the scheme is nice at least. So yeah. I'll give him that. But uh, yeah, you can get your uh, favorite diecast at the race this weekend at Nashville Super Speedway. There's a few small vendors that are set up kind of right before the speedway. There's all kinds of diecasts in your favorite driver's merchandise hauler. And you can get it from LionelRacing.com. Uh, you can go get the NASCAR Phoenix line at your local Walmart. And uh, yeah, appreciate Lionel Racing for sponsoring the show each and every week. Thank you. And, uh, oh gosh, guys. What time is it? Uh, hold on, guys. I think something's coming up here on my phone. I don't, I don't know 
uh, why it's doing this, but it's uh, it's it's it's, and it's the lightning round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. How's that sound in person? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jared, what do we have I'm, on tap for tonight? I'm not gonna keep playing the rest of that one. <laughs> yeah, please don't. No. Um, <laughs> so for tonight. Uh, well, we got some good, we got some bad. Let's get the bad out of the way first. Um, rest in peace to Bruton Smith, who mm-hmm. passed away yesterday at 95 years old. Uh, people might disagree here or there with different stuff that uh, he's done or choices made, but still, huge pioneer in the sport and should be appreciated as such. Uh, going to kind of some of the more positive stuff, Trackhouse Racing has said there's a 100% chance Suarez is re-signed, which is uh, a nice way of saying we want to re-sign Yeah, him. yeah. Um, he deserves it. Kim Coon is joining the NBC Pit Reporter lineup, according to Bob Pockers. Oh, so yeah, just former don't send Miss gym. Sprint Cup. Yeah, no, no gym photos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Inside joke. If you're on Twitter, you inside know. Inside the gym joke. Uh, the future of the Camping World Truck Series deal as a sponsor... Well, it's uncertain at the moment, according Uh-oh. to Adam Stern. There's been no really agreement with it. I thought Marcus Amonis loved us. Yeah. Well, yeah, and everyone goes after him probably wouldn't be the best. Uh, nice is looking at going cup racing, at least part-time next year with Carson Hosevar, so that's pretty interesting, especially mm-hmm. when they've got Hosevar's uh, tweets that he put yeah, out with the he's trolling. tire. He's trolling, yeah, he's uh, smart. Kevin Mandering is going to be Kyle Larson's crew chief the next four races, so Godspeed mm-hmm. to five fans. Uh, now... The last regular season race of the Truck Series season is going to be at Pocono this year, and it's being moved from Fox Sports 1 to Big Fox, and it'll be the first Big Fox truck race since October 2020 at Kansas. I want to say Mike Joy call just because it's on Fox. Yeah, why not? That's a little below his pay grade. Um, <laughs> also, speaking of Truck Series racing, the Truck Series championship is being moved to 10 p.m. Eastern Time that Friday night on Championship Weekend in order to accommodate the ARCA West Championship being run earlier in oh. the day. because Boys, I might be getting up on Saturday and re-watching that one. Mm. Oh, it's, it's only 9 o'clock here. That ain't too bad. <laughs> Friday night. Um, Valvoline has extended its deal with Hendrick Motorsports through 2027. They're sponsoring three races a year for Kyle Larson, two for William Byron, as well as being the official lube recant for Hendrick Motorsports. So, so mm. uh, get your lube, guys. And yeah. You <laughs> lube you up. Know with that. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Clements is going to be running the Great Ghost at Pocono. A lot of Pocono news. Uh, very interesting. Uh, there's a tire test that's been going on today and yesterday uh, at Martinsville. Started with the dirt underbodies. There's no diffusers, and they're sort of just working from there. We don't really know much. They'll probably say over the weekend how it went. Uh, Toyota Spots Fire returns this Friday, June 24th. And then, last but not least, Dale Earnhardt Jr. today was running laps at North Wilkesboro, testing a late model. So, getting a little hype right there. But, yeah, that's that's all about all we got. Yes, and once again, that'll do it for this edition of the Lightning Round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. And now... 
back to the show. And we are also brought to you by another good sponsor of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast, our friends at Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything that you need for your next project. You can shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at ForneyIND.com. Again, that's F-O-R. N-E-Y-I-N-D.com or you can shop them at an authorized Forney dealer near you. Thanks again to Forney for taking care of us and sponsoring this week's episode. Thank you, Forney. Thank you, guys. What else we got tonight? And uh, after that, we've got a little bit of news, and you might be the perfect one to take us down this this one right here. Here we go. So uh, NASCAR seems all in to return to the Chicago market, but maybe not in the way that we necessarily wanted. (laughs) Uh, How's about some deep dish pizza? And then the nice getting shot. The, the sound, the sound <laughs> of gunfire and race cars. Chirac. Oh, hey, you know what? Seventy-five percent of the city is good. That means it's all good, right? Chirac. It's called Chirac for a yeah, reason. It's, it's called, we called we called it Chirac in the Midwest. And we have a perfectly good racetrack just sitting in Juliet. Yeah, where you won't get shot. Yeah, I don't need to be or mugged. I don't need to be joking too much because uh, I'm literally going to. Uh, uh, Chicago here saying. So. May God be with your soul. <laughs> um, but hey, I'm going for pizza and Cubs, and I'm leaving. So there you go. Don't even go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, watch the hey, Cubs at home. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So kind of looking into this real quick with the Chicago Street Course. Uh, saying the rumor is from what Adam Stern tweeted would start next year. And would move Road America off the schedule based on what the reports are looking like. May it rest in peace. Yeah. And same with with Chicagoland, because in the short term, at least, Chicagoland won't be coming back. Um, And we can talk a bit about the 4th of July weekend, but I don't like this move. I think I've made it abundantly clear this week. What? You don't like this move? I think I've made it abundantly clear I I don't like this this move. I hate it. Um, I, I don't like Chicago as a city for it, and... Even if we're talking, even if we take my dislike of Chicago out of it, I don't see the Chicago market being able to support this more than one year. Uh, the, the, here's the thing about Chicago sports in general, Chicago sports culture, is they don't care unless you win. So, like, 90% of the time, they don't care about sports. Yeah. Uh, because none of the teams win on so a So, after D Rose. His, um, towards ACL, they didn't care about. They're the only winning again. for like three, three years. <laughs> yeah, they them. never but cared about him again. <laughs> Chicago sport, like the Chicago sports media, in a lot of ways, is very delusional. I'm so glad I'm Bears to the Super Bowl, to the Super Bowl. Where yeah. did the Bears actually play? Because they don't play in Soldier Field anymore, do they? No, they still play in Soldier Field. Okay, for now. they're gonna I, play I, in Arlington Heights soon. But no, I mean, no one shows up to Bears games anymore. You know, if you look at the Cubs, they showed up during the World Series season, but no one's at Cubs games. I'm a Cubs fan saying this. It's half full, I mean, with a lot of the games. Hell, even when the White Sox are good, nobody shows up. No one cares about the White Sox. (laughs) So you mean people ain't showing up for a Bears anymore? No one's been showing up for a decade now. They showed up one year when Mitch Kisser, we'll just say that, um, got him to a wild card double doink. Uh... But no, it, it it is not a market that is going to be a long term think... hold for NASCAR, and I, I think there's so many better ones I could have went to mm. that it would be more open to. Here, it. I'll I'll even suggest one of them, and we can each suggest one um, that we think is a better idea. Formula One just returned to um, to um, the Canadian Grand Prix for the running 
there at um, what is it? Um, Jill Villeneuve Circuit, I think is it's called Montreal. Called? Yeah, yeah. Basically, in Montreal, I think a NASCAR Cup Series race there with these next gen cars would be perfect. Give the Cup Series um, at least one international race. Sure, you uh, you um, end up losing. Uh, Road America and stuff, but if you are going to get rid of a um, a, uh, a special uh, 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 road course such as Road America, then hey, put something big there, right? And I love Montreal. I, I agree with what Slapshoe said. He said the worst thing about the street race is that it takes a few years before you start turning a profit. Mm-hmm. They race once in Chicago, it's totally pointless. They're just burning money at that point. Yeah. The only thing I can think with this is it's a big splash deal. It's a big splash deal. Try and get the Chicago market interested and then be like, hey, we have this better place we can race at mm-hmm. and uh, I just I don't I don't like the idea of it and it, I, I can make all the jokes in the world and whatnot about it but the, the city of Chicago is is royally amazing at ruining planning their city government well, is atrociously bad run by Beetlejuice I was about to say the mayor is <laughs> outspokenly uh, very much a environmentalist we'll, we'll leave it at that totally fits NASCAR <laughs> Totally. So that's totally. why that's why I'm really I'm really confused that with her in, in office that they'd even be allowed to do it. Money. Yeah. That's, oh, that's oh, what oh, runs Chicago. Oh, oh, the other green stuff, not the leaves. Yeah, the yeah. That stuff. money, money runs Chicago. <laughs> that's that. You know. So there's it, it. Unless, like Slap said, if they make this like a thing that lasts a few years, like maybe it'll break even. If if you could pick any other city in America to try to set. Where would it be? Long Beach. What? I'm going to put it right out there. It's only going to work at one other track. Like, I'm going to... I like the idea of a street course. It's only going to work at Long Beach. And even at Long Beach, I still don't even think it will work because... NASCAR fans love passing. Yeah. You're not going to get a lot of passing not on a street, a street course. course. No. You will not. You'll, it's literally just going to be for glitz and glamour. If you want glitz and glamour, might as well just go to Long Beach. Yeah, no. street courses are just really for, I guess, like, you know, just for aesthetics and, and all that stuff. You know, it's like, hey, you know, like I mean, big cities and where stuff. Where else are they going to go? I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, thinking, no, I'm thinking of places that don't exist right now. You're, you're thinking oh, okay. of something that already exists. Okay. I'm thinking if we need to go try this at a, at a market that doesn't have anything already, I would actually say Denver, Colorado. Yeah, Denver. I think that's a good place in the middle of the country that doesn't ever get this kind of opportunity. I think Denver would be where I would try to. Or Denver 420. To stay, yeah. <laughs> 420. To stay in the uh, Pacific Northwest, Seattle. Seattle. Oh, oh, but that goes back to our conversation about Portland and how much uh, money was lost by mm. teams going up there. Yeah, good point, good point. But What about Mexico? Like I know, we talked about international stuff. Yeah. I'd rather them just try to go out there to Mexico City. I mean, mm-hmm. I know Formula One heads out there, and you can see how big the crowd is. I, I don't think they we'll will get come. that crowd. They will come and support Suarez. Yeah, too. they will come in droves <laughs> to support their boy. Yeah, you, you might as well be ready for the most popular driver mm-hmm. there. That day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not I, gonna I'm gonna be, be honest because it, sure. it was pretty crazy at Sonoma alone. Mm-hmm. It might be a hot take, but I actually think uh, the Mexico City market could work. Yes. Like it might be a long shot, but. And I'm I still very adamant about, like, you know, race back in Montreal again. Just remember those nationwide races we used to have. I watched that 2010 race where uh, Boris said made the final corner move on Max Pappas. Oh, that was so sweet, man. I miss, it, I miss it, Montreal. It'd be impossible to make it work, but something about the aesthetic of uh, a big, uh, big kind of like pin turn at uh, Times Square in New York City, that would be really cool. Why not? Hey, hey, go for it, man. Steve Phelps was like, hey, everything's on the table. Hey, if you can make it happen, make it happen, but... 
please, just one street course on the schedule. We don't need multiple, you know, because, again, it's they not going to New York. It didn't work the first time. <laughs> it's it not work again. It's not going right. to provide the best nope. racing, okay? Yeah, it'll be a huge disappointment. <laughs> it's not going to provide the best racing, but, I mean, it'll be aesthetically pleasing, though. I like this idea. Screw it. Bring back the Milwaukee Mile. Yes. 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 Does it have lights? Too. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Historic racetrack, bring that one back. Like, yeah, they had a lot of night races there. Here's here's the other thing that bothers me other than just being a street race itself. Road America had over a hundred well over a hundred thousand yeah. people there last year. Uh, and, and and a lot of young people too. That's important. A lot, yeah. a lot of young like, people. I've actually, never seen that many young people at a race. Yeah, track. we got complimented. Yeah, 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 we got complimented. <laughs> yes, yes, by yeah. a few few females. Yeah. But but <laughs> we don't know which one they were talking about, but we know it was one of it us. It was one of us, yeah. Yeah, but um well, no, 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 really quick. How'd it go? Is like, oh, I think he's cute. No, I think he's cute. Like, no, he was always one of us. Yeah. I'm just like, cool. <laughs> yeah. We're like, one Eric walked with us. Why are they walking with Sasquatch? <laughs> <laughs> but, so what you're saying is to hold my wife's hand the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, but back it, to the race. But what I'm saying is like, with that many race fans there, yes, I know the TV audience didn't show up, but there were so many people at Road America who were there at a NASCAR race for the first time because they're loyal to the track itself. Mm-hmm. It's similar to the, the culture of Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and you've seen ever since 2008 there's been irreparable damage with the, the local area of Indianapolis and NASCAR when it comes to just the racing fans. If you go and move a huge Wisconsin icon, again, I'm not some big Wisconsin guy. Screw the Packers. Wisconsin. Hate Wisconsin. Wisconsin. But if you move a huge date for a Wisconsin icon to Chicago, uh, that is the biggest slap in the face for Wisconsin yeah, racing that's fans. That's a slap in the There's face. There's probably a lot of Minnesota racing fans, <clears throat> Rusty, who were there. <laughs> like, and you're moving it to Chicago. Like, it is, it is not understanding the audience in your area. And this, I know that attendance isn't that big of a deal. I know Road America will be fine without NASCAR. But it just, it feels like, again, a huge, huge disconnect from everything that that area has. It feels like a disconnect from what m- most racing fans want because racing fans were in, in a huge uproar about it. And here's the big one, again, because it seems like every summer they do their best to make these people the most mad. It's the biggest disconnect for the drivers mm-hmm. who want to be at Road America. The Road America is one of their favorite tracks. We saw Corey LaJoy. He was eating cheese curds. Yeah, we're he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I love it here. All of them. All, like, drivers, I, I think I, I might have saw 20 drivers between the Xfinity and Cup Series that were tweeting or putting on Instagram or something about, this is a horrible idea. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to go to a street course because they know the racing won't be good. It will be a spectacle. I'm going to say that now. I will fully acknowledge it will be a spectacle. But the racing isn't going to be great. I, mark my words, this is what's going to happen. Because it happens every time and no one gives a damn about the race unless it's the last five laps. It's going to be one of the most boring races of the year. Everyone's going to be saying how bad of an idea this was. And then with like five to go, there's going to be like a three-car battle for the lead. Two of them will take each other out. The third-place car will get the win. And everyone's going to be like, oh, we need more street cars. It's here to stay for the <laughs> next ten years. It's here to stay. And, and I, hope it, I hope it's a massive success. Because if it is, it is a big deal for NASCAR to go to a major market like this. But they're behind. I think Eric said in his video this week, it's like they got the sloppy seconds of F1. <laughs> they're behind. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. I was going to say, be- I, I could not see Eric. I'm like, Eric that. said that in a video? <laughs> not on air. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, but 
it, it does really feel like they got the last draw. It's like everyone was drawing straws and they got the short straw. They're like, I guess we gotta go to Chicago. And it's just a shame too, because Chicagoland, it's just, it's just sitting there. Well, the it's right there. Is, the funniest part is if it is on the 4th of July weekend, that's, that's the most dangerous say. weekend of the year. Uh, yeah. That is when like it goes full on shine. Guys, go look at the murder rates for that weekend every year and here's, you'll see what we're talking I, about. Here's, here's Memorial Day weekend. I, they had like, I think like 150 yeah. that were killed there. Let's, let's not talk about that, because I'm literally going there on 4th of July weekend. <laughs> oh. That's your choice! Yeah, that's your Danny! <laughs> You, you could have went in the middle of the boonies and hung out with You'll my grandparents okay. up okay, in, in northern Illinois and had fun in the pool. Here's right, my man. problem with this. This is the big thing. We have lost our 4th of July tradition. It was Daytona, oh, yeah. okay, and now we went to Indy. And I remember when they announced Indy, like, oh, this is a new 4th of July tradition. And then all One of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. One and then year. now Road America, oh, you can't get any more American than this. The track's name's Road America, and they promoted, like, how many people went out there for the camping, how, you know, that's mm-hmm. part of 4th of July. Now you, what? Chicago Street you, Course? going to go one, two, one, you're going to have a Chicago street course because I need to maximize the market and maximize everything having to do with it. Or two, and I know you're going to hate this being someone who went to Daytona a lot. Uh-oh. They're going to do it to Atlanta. I think I think that long-term Atlanta will be oh the one they do. Oh, my God. <laughs> because it's a super speedway. People, whether they're fans or not, watch super speedway racing. And they're going to want to just have absolute carnage on the 4th of July. And it's going to be right because, at night. It's I probably going to be right they're, they're going to want a dumpster fire race. Because anyway, if you've seen America lately, we're in a dumpster fire. And they're going to run it at night, probably. And they'll probably run a Saturday, yeah. a Sunday night, probably. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday night. That is, that's horrible. No, no. I, I think that's what's going to happen. But why, why is it horrible, though? Why is why it because the tradition like, is Daytona. Like, But okay. they're not going to move. The, the only way they're moving Daytona off of the regular season finale is if they move it to the full-on season Reject finale. tradition and I cannot chaos. do that. I so will would, die on this would you, show. Would you suggest that Atlanta would be the new I season? will take Atlanta as the new season finale because, listen, all right, this is just regular, regular season. season. Regular season. Yeah. Sorry, regular season. Yeah, let's decide a championship on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. This that. is my thing, okay? Tradition in NASCAR <laughs> is huge. Like, didn't we, at one point, you know, take Darlington off of you know, their Labor Day, and then also we put it back in the Southern 500, I feel like has brought the spark back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my main thing is when, at least growing up, I originated summer with Daytona. Mm-hmm. Like, you connect the biggest still. race of the year for me was not the 500 and not Homestead, even when I went all the, the, you know, all the time back in 9, 10, 11, it was the summer Daytona race. It was the night race where everyone drove a different looking scheme. Mm-hmm. Tony had Burger King. Kyle Busch was in the wall with his mm-hmm. interstate battery scar. You know, <laughs> that was such a big draw for me, including as a young fan. My main thing is it's cool to change things up, but I just, okay, Daytona in August is cool, but I still love that summer 4th of July slot. And that was something big for NASCAR. You know, NASCAR is known for being a very patriotic sport. I think having a tradition on 4th of July is a big deal. And when we continue to move tracks off this slot, there's just so there's I'll, nothing I'll, cool about I'll it. I'll ask you this, though. You know, even taking out the rain delays, the more people watched at the regular season finale than on the 4th of July. So okay. What, what, what would you say to that? Just put it in lane. I still don't care. <laughs> this is on a personal note for me, too. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, 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 think rationally, not yeah. like the rest of us would be thinking here. Because I'm, I'm agree with you. I want it on the 4th. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I'm going to make be a throwback to my myself here. Tell me a reason why they shouldn't just leave it there. Well, here's another thing, too. I mean, in August, most schools in Florida are back. 100%. Like, all the way back in. When you're in that July slot... 
most of the people have time off, at least for the younger crowd. You know, yeah. college isn't back. Because remember, when I went the first time in August, right after that race, I had stuff to do. I had to go ahead yeah. and send papers in right away. <laughs> That's right. And my main thing is, if you want people to have a good time all the way through, at least for Daytona standards, I think it should still be in July. Because you don't want to go to a race and then have something to do basically the next day, at least as a younger fan, at least on my end. Because I remember I went to Daytona, go to the beach, you go home, you enjoy your summer. At least for me, it was, we got back, I got to send papers in, and I got to go check syllabuses and stuff. But I so I get that for like the at track experience, but in general though, it has been a net gain. As much as I love the tradition part and I, I want it back personally, it has been a net gain. And, and I think this ties into Chicago here. I mean, the Chicago race is going to bring in numbers. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to have a, a big NBC or Fox, whichever it lands on. Probably, probably going to NBC. Get, probably going to get some help from Michael Jordan to help promote it. Or oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Michael well, Jordan. It will be the, a net game for Michael Jordan and Mike Ditka are like the yeah. two gods, sports wise, of, of that. Uh, along with the 2016 it. Cubs. They'll they'll find a way to have Bubba in like a Chicago Bulls fame car. Probably. Which will probably be good for Chicago because they'll probably embrace him more than most places would. Um, maybe, let's have that at Talladega. Let's see how it goes. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, no, no, let's have Bubba in an in a Alabama Crimson Tide it's, car at oh Talladega. God. Oh let's God. Well, well, he but, would not do that because he's a huge Tennessee Vols fan. Yeah. My main thing is these, these ideas are great, but how will they work long term? So the Daytona one I get. I mean, it. I, I mean, I don't that. see them changing it. I would yeah, just rather I, personally I still see, have it in July. Yeah, I can see that turning it. But with the Chicago one, I, I get I, My idea is that they're doing that to try and raise up some awareness in the area. Uh, and then at, at that point, you know, they try and go back to Chicagoland. Like, that would be my guess here, is they try and go back to Chicagoland after the fact. You know, we've seen by the pictures that Google Earth has had of it, it's still in race-ready condition. So I I think that could be the long-term play here. I mean, they haven't sold it. They're, they It's been in the plans not to sell it. So I think that could be. Uh, if not, you'd have to probably race at Chicago for like five or six years. Let me ask this really quick. How many times has the 4th of July date changed since they've left Daytona? Like Indianapolis, then Road America, then whatever the next one is. See... Three, that whole three mystique, times in four years. See, yeah, three times in four years when we were told, like, oh, okay, we're just going to stay at one place, you know, blah, blah, blah. I would, I'd mystique, be cool with Indy. Look, that whole mystique of, like, hey, it's 4th of July weekend for NASCAR, it's gone now because they keep switching it up and stuff. It's like, look, yeah, me personally, you know, growing up with, with you know, uh, uh, Daytona 4th of July weekend, I'd rather have that personally. But if you are going to switch it, Please keep it there for a while. So when they finally settled on on uh, on Road America, I was like, okay, all right, this is perfect. But now all of a sudden, it's about to be. Well, off I the can schedule get again. moving Road America because road course ratings are always low. Yeah, like I can get that, but it's like, but you for like, but for a street course, no. I don't know. Just give us a new tradition. So, I would say that's all I'm gonna say. So, so uh, to go back to the Chicago uh, part of this, Douglas Serrano said, everyone wants Chicago in back, but why not Kentucky? few reasons one chicagoland is in that bigger market that we're trying to go to chicago i mean i guess kentucky was close to the cincinnati market but not that close but chicago is a market compared to cincinnati and listen when i was at cincinnati for the vikings game last year 
it's really cool to be there. It was like it was a really nice city, at least at that part of it. Yeah. But it is it's not Chicago. I was mm-hmm. I mean I was able to drive out of there without being stuck in traffic. You can't say that about Chicago. <laughs> um and that, and then Chicago and just races better than Kentucky does. Yeah, they're I mean, two totally different tracks. The so. only memorable thing Kentucky had in its years that it had a cup race was uh, someone's car was on fire in the parking lot. Well, they had that good finish at the end. They had the last yeah. two races that had good finishes, but yeah. that was all there was. That's about people it. say that about Chicagoland, but the racing itself, if you watch the races, was better. Way better. Yeah. It was way better. So with, with the street course, I just, what is your end game? That's what I want to know. What is the end game? And they won like, a race in a big I, city, see, a big market like that. I feel like they're just they're trying to make big splash moves. Because if you is. look at races that are comparable this year, like with FS1, they're all down in ratings. But if you look at the big splash moves, they've raised the overall ratings up a bunch. So, like, do you just make big enough splash moves until people stick around? Do you do that so that you get a better TV contract? Like, which I think that's probably a big reason too, but I just I don't I, I, just, I don't think it's the right city to do it in. I think New York would be a better city to do it in. I I think Miami would be better to do it uh, in. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that one. I mean, how many people are going to show up to Homestead without being the finale? Yeah, well, let's be honest. Who's going to show up to a Miami Street Course NASCAR race? I, like, I'm just saying. FS, I mean, I mean F1 probably would have be, been the first guinea pig test. Just, just don't charge a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, just not yeah. charge $1,000. i am going to be honest. I cannot see Miami working with the NASCAR market unless it is well, either Homestead or nothing. I wouldn't well, Las, Las Vegas, Vegas the, street course the, at night. The problem is Las uh, Vegas, like they like SMI, like Las Vegas Motor Speedway. That's their baby, man. Like they have I, so many I, events and stuff, so they would have to work. I bet Texas Motor Speedway was SMI's baby for a long time too, and they they still managed to make a deal out with Coda. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, they would have to work out a deal, but but yeah, we'll see how the F1 race street course goes yeah, first. I that, guess it's just that's my big question: is like what what is the end game for this? Because mm-hmm. it feels like they're just shooting stuff at the wall and hoping it sticks. My main thing is you just at least need some type of tradition there for 4th of July. I would love Homestead. No, not Homestead. Sorry. Whoa, definitely not. Oh. I would love Daytona, personally. Now, still mm-hmm. die on that hill, but you have to have something. And if you want to have the Brickyard 400 come back, I would say just hold it there and do not move it anymore. Because the Indy 500 is relevant with Memorial Day weekend. If we're talking about patriotism, you want to have a, I would guess you'd say, a very patriotic and historic track. The brickyard would probably be the next bet, but you yeah. cannot be moving it around this much because all of a sudden it loses that big value. Because it was a big draw, and the Fourth of July weekend is a big draw. It's the only reason why I went. Yeah, it's a big draw on TV too. So I, 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 I don't really have any more to add. Yeah, on. it's just it's we'll like see I'm, what just not, I, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to a Chicago street course. No. I can tell you that I, I've, I've been in Chicago enough. I don't want to go again. Well, I, I, I've realized something. You have the same exact motive I have to Miami. Because when you mentioned Miami, I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. Chicago Street Course, you know I, I may only go just because it might look cool. But to you, it's like, oh, no. Like, for you me, Miami Street body, Course is like. You better have more than just the drink of body armor. <laughs> it's like, what's the point? I have a track over here. And same for you with Juliet with uh, the Chicagoland Speedway. Juliet? Yeah, I just call it Juliet. I mean, it's in Juliet. I mean, it's <laughs> right over there with Homestead. And... Did I got to pass Romeo to get there? I don't know. I've never <laughs> been to Illinois, so. Yeah, ain't that special. <laughs> I, I will say this. Only recently I discovered the, sh- the former Chicago Motor Speedway that mm-hmm. used to exist. Yeah. I didn't realize how short that place lasted. Broke yeah. ground in 97, closed in 2003. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh how sad is that? It's a Walmart. That, now, that's, that's like emblematic of Illinois. 
Well, moving on, uh, there's a look at what might be coming for the future of NASCAR, but NASCAR apparently does feel optimistic about their future. Ratings are up, attendance is up, the competition has been good. We've seen so many diverse number of winners this year, and the schedule is a lot more diverse. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think I kind of agree with them. It does look bright right now for NASCAR in a way. I'd, I'd say in, in some ways. I think it's just with what we're dealing with right now with the economy, I don't know how long this attendance oh, yeah. boom is going to last. Because right now it's looking hard for me. And granted, you know, being transparent a little bit, when I have media access, that helps me be able to afford a lot more weekends currently because mm-hmm. um, it gets gets us into the track more where I only have to worry about my travel and, and uh, you know, my, my cost of driving, my, co- my cost of place to stay. But even then, that's getting me to a point where I just can't justify it anymore. I, mean, I don't know how oh. you guys feel. I, I think it's that way to, to for me, too, um, just when it comes to going further out to different races. Um, but I'm just thinking of the average person. You know, it's like, because you know, at least we can have at times the option of getting in at certain places, whereas, like, the average person, they don't yeah, get that. Yeah, it's even harder. So I, I, I worry about the attendance, but the attendance of all four of those is probably the least important, as much as it is the optically biggest thing we'll see. Um Ratings wise, I don't know. It's like it, yes, they were up, but a lot of that had to do with the Daytona 500 not being rained out. That's true. A lot of that had to do with the fact they had a big splash event with Atlanta. A lot of that had to do with the fact that you know when you look at some of the races from 21 and all of 2020, they were COVID affected. And also, didn't the LA Coliseum race kind of build up some hype a little bit? A little bit, but yeah. the Daytona 500 was the lowest non-rained out and, Daytona 500 ever. In a way, also, I think the momentum is key kind of factors in this, and the fact that we've had our only off-season of the year. Like, every other week, there's NASCAR on. There's always yeah. Cup Series mm-hmm. on. That does help, and I think that's as much as people in the industry don't want to do that, it helps with the The fact TV that the Cup Series races every week, Yeah, because helps. NASCAR fans, if you look at ratings-wise, are creatures of habit. If there's always NASCAR, they'll continuously tune Watch in. It. As soon as there's a week off, there's they, a dip. They think the season's over. I wouldn't go. I mean, I wouldn't go at first. Just that the, they just when there's so much, e- they're not as even, even at that point. Even like, like no, I was my my mom doesn't have cable. She just can get local channels. Mm-hmm. So when the race isn't on a local channel, she just doesn't even look at it at all. And you see that. I mean, even when you take out the Daytona 500, Fox races were up this year, where FS1 was down immensely. Um, so I think ratings-wise, if they can continuously get some more, because this year has more Fox and NBC races than any year in this contract so far, if they get, can keep on that trend, I'd be optimistic too. Competition-wise, I think it, if nothing changes, which again, there's going to be different things to change, people are going to figure more things out, but right now the competition is top-notch. <laughs> Fix the short tracks. How many different winners have we had so far this year? Twelve, uh, right? 12. 12. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, do you, do you think we potentially reach 16? Or I'm sick of yes. no. Yeah. I'm going I'm, for I'm it. Yes, I no want to see it so I badly. Think, I, think I, I, I want to see it badly. Yeah, I don't know if it'll happen. I think I'll say no just so I can be uh, surprised and happy. I think we'll get, like, 14 different winners. But, I mean, again, I can see why so many people think, like, oh, we'll potentially get 16 winners because who hasn't won yet? Ryan Blaney hasn't won yet. Martin Truex Jr. Yeah, Martin Truex Jr. Kevin Harvick. Tyler Reddick. You know, Eric Jones, Eric you could Jones. probably throw in that there mix. Is some, there is <coughs> some Eric Amarola. Yeah. 
Aragon. Do you say Aragon? Yeah, Aragon Marola, of course. At this point, Michael McDowell, he's he showed yeah. a few races. Yeah. He's got a chance. So I could see why people are like so excited. Like, hey, we might have 16 winners here. Me, personally, I don't think so. But I would I, love I to be proven 14, wrong. maybe 15. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be proven wrong. I would wrong. love to it, see like Break the out. system. Yes, yes. Well, even then, yeah, we've had three guys that have won two races. But at the same time, we've, we're this far, and we've only had three guys that have won two races. Mm-hmm, yeah. we, we still, I still do not see a single guy yet on a schedule where I think that they're, at this point last year, coming into Nashville, it was becoming apparent that it was, it was going to be hard to beat this guy. Gonna, I don't see a guy who's like Kyle Larson this mm-hmm. year yet. No, there's no one who's consistently top five up front enough. We could argue Ross Chastain. You could argue Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott. You know, you could argue that Alex I, Bowman's consistent enough, but he doesn't lead laps. So I'm, the, the closest one there is Chastain, but at yeah. the same time, I'm not quite ready to trust Trackhouse that nope. much. But also, nope, like, there's some of, these, some of these drivers with multiple wins I don't trust either. neither. Like, William Byron, yes, he has two wins. He's four top tens. Yes, four yeah. top tens. I, I was, I was so impressed at the beginning of the year. I was thinking, oh, yeah, he's really got to get her. But after the, where, after, where's it been? After he got where's the you, two you wins, realize that You realize with this many top tens and top fives, William Byron's on track to have nine top tens this year. Yeah. At this rate. Him uh-huh. and Alex Bowman literally traded spots this year. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. now Bowman's, he's really consistent. He stepped it up. Well, he's consistently third to seventh. He's He's like either like, he's like either tied of Chase or he's below Chase in the most top ten this year. He's with, in with that he's in that position that like he can he can capitalize mm-hmm. and get wins, the same way that uh, that that Byron has been this year. Byron's had speed; they just can't close the darn thing out. Yeah. yeah. So, I I I would say competition wise, that's where I'm like, yeah, I I would feel really good. I think we're at that like tipping point too of old and new. I mean. What older drivers are left right now? Old, I would say. So long-tenured drivers are left out there that you would say are consistently competitive. Because I wouldn't just count Joey Logano because he's still pretty young. Yeah. What, Kyle hey, Busch? Hey, hey, I wouldn't even say Brad or Harvick even like close in that list. I, I would yeah. say Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin. Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin, I'd say. I, I, I want to go with Denny, but it's like Denny either is winner and bust. That's it. Well, actually, no, you're right. Like right. so, then just Kyle Busch. I feel because I feel like if Denny's team can pull together, I would put Denny in there. I I wouldn't say Martin Truex Jr. Mm-mm. He's not consistent enough anymore. Kevin Harvick, I think, is getting held back by his team more than age. Like I, I really think that we won't get into, but there's outside factors too. I think it's holding them holding them there right now. Yeah, so I think it's you're really seeing the younger generation take over. I mean, if if this is if this ends up being how it's going to be, and that's how close they all are, if you look at all the young drivers, like outside of Kyle Larson, talent wise, I don't see a driver that pulls away. But Kyle Larson right now is performing how he did at Ganassi in his best years there. <laughs> Without uh, his primary crew chief for a while, it's going to be yeah. a, a, oh, yeah. a bad few weeks, I think. But no, watch watch we say that, and he's going to win this yeah. week. Probably. But dude, that's, 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 that's a huge credit to the next-gen car. It's doing what it was supposed to do early on, provide parity. That is true. This is one of the most exciting seasons in recent I, NASCAR history. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, New Hampshire is going to be one of the most important races mm-hmm. of the year to watch because oh, yeah. whoever performs well there is going to perform well at Phoenix. Mm-hmm. You're happy. <laughs> of course he's happy. because you know, Your guy has to it. make it to Phoenix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your guy has to make the playoffs. <laughs> We're looking forward to New Hampshire. Hey, I am ready for hey, that race. I, I will say he, he did exactly what he needed to at Gateway. He's got a, sh- he's got a chance. Oh, I know he does. He had some I've never there. looked forward to flat tracks ever <laughs> as a NASCAR fan until last year. But you also have to remember. I, I had oh. never enjoyed 
Pocono too much until 2014. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I love Pocono in 2012. Remember, you have to remember, though, Eric Amarola did get some help from the uh, the tinted windows. Cause hey, not from 14, the tinted windows. But 2012, oh, No, no, no. Last year, remember the tinted oh, windows? Oh, yeah. yeah. For New Hampshire. Remember? <laughs> it, it, it got very dark it, out it, there. It's yeah. like looking at my neighbor here. I can't see my neighbor's house. Oh, yeah. I think NASCAR made the right call, and I'll always stand of by it. Including in the 2008 Talladega race, Tony Stewart did everything he needed to do. By his Tony Stewart fame. Oh, my God. Okay. Get out of here, discount Eric. <laughs> okay. So, moving on, I, I think uh, NASCAR's in a good spot, and he's getting biased, so we're, we're, we're getting close to the point where we can be a little biased. NASCAR's, NASCAR's at a point, in my opinion, where it, it's at a stable point. Mm-hmm. they got to build on it. Mm-hmm. That's, a, like, that's been my big thing I've been harping on now for a year and a half, is build on this. You have... Like, you have, like, I won't say this is rock bottom. You have a stable, steady point. What are you going to do with it? And maybe Chicago Street Course is that. Maybe Atlanta Super Speedway. Maybe some of these big splash moves they're making could be that thing. But I, 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 would, I would say it's in a pretty good spot right now. I, I think that they're not going to go up until the next TV deal comes along. they they got to be innovative. Yeah. I mean, Steve Phelps wants to be innovative. Be innovative with your partners. Absolutely. And plus, NASCAR finally got to the area where they've been trying to get to for so long. I mean, remember the big three? I mean, oh, they weren't the young drivers. NASCAR always wanted the young drivers to come up because they, they would entice the younger I, fans. I, I, I just, they had the whole ad thing going I, there. I, yeah. I just, just got to be honest with y'all. The, the big three in 2018, looking back on that, that was rough to yeah. keep watching over and over. I, yeah, that was probably the worst year to start this show on. Yeah, <laughs> it was, man. Oh, it was nuts. But, no, nah, I mean, I, I, I would... I would tentatively agree i think there's some problems that they're not they're not obviously gonna be like yeah we know our attendance is great right now it's gonna suck because the economy mm-hmm. like they're not gonna say that no. and maybe it won't you know maybe you know it seems like the energy of the track has been higher this year than previous years so maybe it'll stay up uh i just no. i i would say i i 75 percent agree with that i think there's some things to need to look at but if you're looking at nascar now versus nascar Pre Watkins Glen 2018, I think it's in a better place. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, see what you I mean, heck, the Thanks 2017 500 didn't even sell out. And now, if you look at actually, I want to point this out. People are telling me that 2023 500 is getting you know pretty close there. I kind of looked at where the tickets are. Uh, certain sections are already filling out pretty well. Nice, nice, man. So, nice, awesome. I think it's a good yeah. spot to. Close off on how, mm-hmm. how the good stuff. Yeah. See, we can be positive. <laughs> now, speaking of yeah, some more yeah, positive. I've seen someone say that since Eric wasn't here, we were all pessimistic today. But we're not pessimists. No, I think we're just about the same. We're not pessimistic. Speaking, we're realistic. Speaking no, of which, I've seen a bunch of people asking, where is Eric? If we haven't told you already, Eric's just traveling. Uh, he, he is coming to Nashville this weekend. So that's a good segue into talking about. The races at Nashville Super Speedway, really our, our our home track. Our, yep, our home My track. Adoptive now. home track. But really quick, really quick, before we talk about it, we also have something else that is Nashville related. We do have. IDK. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of right. talk about the that fairgrounds. Really quick, though, IDK. So yeah. we, Darian and I, have a partnership with the Nashville Fairgrounds to host a virtual event with the NASCAR Xfinity Series stock cars called the All-American 600. Yes, and uh, not 600 miles, 600 600 laps. laps. Yes, 600 laps. another cool thing we announced this week, uh, me, Darian, and IDK are going to be hosting an uh, iRacing League next year on all three of our channels, Mm -hmm. the NR Cup Series. So 
We'll announce more about that later, but just keep that in everybody's mind. Uh, if you're interested, go to IDK Players Discord. Yes. Uh, and also go subscribe to IDK Players. NASCAR's yeah. moving forward. We're moving forward. Everything's just changing. Yeah. There's always something moving. to look forward to. Yes, everything's moving forward. So our yes. stuff is July 1st at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and uh, well, more will definitely be coming soon. Like yes. the schedule. Yeah. The that, schedule will be, be coming, coming out soon. soon. Go follow me, IDK. Stuff. Go follow the uh, Nashville Fairgrounds on Twitter as well for more updates. But, uh, but yeah, so let's move on to uh, this weekend's race. So this weekend we have the Truck Series, Xfinity Series, and Cup Series racing in Nashville, and then our good friends at the SRX that's racing up at South Boston Speedway. The Truck Series is the Rackley Roofing 200. This will be a 150-lap race starting at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Central Time here in Nashville. race will be on FS1. You can get radio coverage on MRN. As far as the weather goes, uh, you know, originally it was looking really, really hot for this week and weekend. It's actually not as bad as it was last week. I think all these guys can uh, agree yeah, on that. Last week was fun to run in. It's <laughs> not as bad this week. I think the humidity's a little lower. It's not as hot this week. But for Friday, we have a high temperature of 92 degrees, mostly sunny, only a 1% chance of rain. The defending winner of this race is Ryan Priest, who will be racing again this weekend, driving the 17 Hunt Brothers Pizza Ford. The Xfinity Series race is the Tennessee Lottery 250. Look right behind IDK player's shoulder at the logo yep. there. Yep. There and is. now we blocked it. Oh, I blocked it. <laughs> there you go. And uh, the, this will be a 188-lap race. The start time for this one is 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 2.30 p.m. Central Time out here. You can catch this one on the USA Network. First time saying that. And radio coverage on MRN. Weather for Saturday is a high of 95 degrees, partly sunny skies, and very hot. A little bit more humidity that day. Uh, 25% chance of rain. The defending winner of this race is not racing with us, as that was Kyle Busch. He will not be in this one. The SRX event is at South Boston Speedway. Start time for that is 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on CBS. Weather for that one is looking pretty good. 88 degrees Fahrenheit, partly sunny, and 8% chance of rain. And then on Sunday, we have the Ally 400. This is a 300-lap event. Start time for this one is 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 4 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Coverage will be on NBC, radio coverage on MRN. And as far as the weather for this one... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this at the one of the five F1 tracks in Nashville? <laughs> I, actually, I think this is our sixth one. They just they just opened this one. Yes! yes. Uh, so, welcome to Nashville Super Speedway for the second annual Ally 400. However, weather for this one is a factor. Uh, the high on Sunday is 96 degrees, uh, and we have a 58% chance uh, of afternoon thunderstorms. Might have to race on a Monday. The move to race this one towards the later part of the day might come back to bite us in the butt. But with, no. with Tennessee <laughs> storms in the summertime, though, they're usually more scattered, more broken up. They're not really huge storms. The track has lights. So yeah, it does, does, Bob. It does have one. <laughs> uh, so we might be seeing this one become a night race on Sunday. I would personally hope it does because if it's on Monday, I can't be at it. Even though it's right down the road from me, I will be unable to be there Monday if the race happens then. And, uh, yeah, the defending winner of that one is Kyle Larson. Larson. Darian, that's a look back at the past. Who are some of the favorites for this weekend yes this week's favorites uh for this weekend's ally 400 obviously last year's race winner kyle larson enters this weekend as the 
pre-weekend favorite at plus, uh, at, uh, excuse me, at plus uh, 450 odds. And then second is Kyle Busch at plus 750. Third is Ross Chastain at plus 800, tied with Chase Elliott. And in fifth is Danny Hamlin at plus 1,000. As for the best of the rest, we have William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Blaney, and Joey Logano, all four of them tied at plus 1,200, followed by Tyler Reddick at plus 1,500. And now for the underdog segment. My favorite uh, part. This yes, is where you yes, get your money. Yes, yes, yes. You, you can make some money on this segment. And uh, speaking of uh, favorite drivers, of course, Eric Amarola is uh, one of the top underdog favorites. The go. At plus four, I'm not saying the go at plus four thousand. <laughs> <The man. laughs> no, he's the he's the the, uh, the man. They're gonna treat you the same way they treat me, Alex Bowman. So don't worry about it. Oh, I already know. Hey, at least Alex Bowman doesn't Alex Bowman have more career wins? Oh, at least Alex Bowman's locked he's in never the won in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then yeah, they, they, they'd shut that place down if he won. Yeah, <laughs> and then in second in the uh, underdogs part, uh, Austin Cindric enters this weekend at uh, plus five thousand, followed by Ricky Stenhouse Jr. plus six thousand. Tied with Austin Dillon, and finally, the longest underdog on this segment, Eric Jones at plus 8,000. And we don't really have to look at the Fantasy League this week, because yep, they didn't point. have a race. Yeah, we didn't have a race, same point. Yeah. So, But just just a reminder, though, the chat um, is in the lead at two hundred and uh, with 285 points, followed by Eric, uh, just minus one. Um, and then I'm in third, minus 33. Come closer to us. One of yeah. us. One, one of us. And, one of us. And uh, me and Jarrett are literally tied for the end, so we're yeah. right beside each other. Hey, <laughs> Woo! Minus 59. Week, who, who got bonus points uh, for last week's races? Like, didn't you say? Like, none of us. For, oh, none of us got any? No, no, no one picked cash for I, I, Oh, wow. I think, I think I had maybe the best truck pick, and that's how I gained a spot on him, I think. Okay, so. okay. So yeah, those are the points. So yeah. and he's a guest, so obviously he's not gonna count and stuff. But but he's he could steal points. He he's could steal points. Yeah, he's a he's a Cup Series leech basically. Let's just put it that way. Part timer. <laughs> you are you are an NR leech. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Part timer. That's even better actually. Yeah, Eric part. gave me his his pick, so I'll read those mm-hmm. off because he we would have picked first. <laughs> but uh, so what, what do you say? Why, why don't we get right into the truck series and go into those picks? Let's do it. Let's do it. Truck so, series. So Eric has Zane Smith as his pick. Wait, mm-hmm. I think that's the right Smith he had. There's there's multiple Smiths. I think it was Zane Smith. Uh, second, go yes, Zane this. Smith. All right. So, yes, that's uh, that's his. Who, who you got, Darian? Zane Smith as well. Yeah, I agree, Eric. I'm with you. So, every race that I've been oh, to, that this guy's been racing in in the truck series, he's won so far. Mm. And I'm going to say Corey Heim wins at Nashville and probably makes Chandler Smith really mad, too, in the process. <laughs> he has a knack for doing that. Well, I had my picks picked out well before we did any of this, so I'm not copying when I say Zane Smith is my pick, too. <laughs> so I'm the only different one. So far. And I'm seeing a lot of Zane Smith for the... You ready? Who you got? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go with Crafton. Oh, oh, I'm going to go with Crafton. Uh, He's been staring at this too long. I know. Yeah. It was kind of like a foreshadowing. There was another reason why I picked that, but I don't know, man. I don't. It's just something about crafting. I don't know why every time I go to a race, like he's always up front in some area. I mean, Homestead 2019. Yeah, it's, it's very, I've seen him win championships. It's very so. clear. Zane, Zane Smith is the chat pick. Yeah. Hey, I won't lose points in the chat this week in, in the trucks. So four uh, Zane Smith picks followed by just two um, other picks. Nice. Yeah. Well, if we go to Xfinity, Eric has Tyler Reddick as his pick. Mm. 
That's pretty good. It's a local race for them. You know, yes, I know it's a local race. I know he's won with them, but I'm going to go with Ty Gibbs this weekend. I'd say he he gets the W. I'm going to go up to the guy who he had a chance in this one last year, and the crowd is going to love him to death because he's right here mm-hmm. from Hendersonville. Josh Berry going for the hometown win. Ditto. I'm picking Barry, too. <laughs> he was really, really strong last year. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, he was, like, spun out when running second yes, or something. Yes, yeah, yes. And had the fastest car. So I'm going to go if, with Barry. If Kyle Busch hadn't been there, Barry would have won yeah. that one. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to go for the greatest Daytona 500 champion ever. Okay, this is God himself, Trevor Bain. No God one's talking about Trevor Bain racing this weekend. God, God that himself. is the greatest he, he, driver to ever walk the earth. And he, has, Xfinity, and he has raced Xfinity. at Nashville Super Speedway he a lot. Has. Yeah, he has. Who's the Jack guy? <laughs> I really can't tell too much. I'm, I see I'm, a thinking, of of, I'm thinking it's Redick. I see a lot of Yeah, if it's 48. Come on, but, everyone's got to pull well, Bain. Come um, on. I'm seeing a lot of eights, too. Might have to do a poll, perhaps. Poll. Poll. Answer me. <laughs> so it looks like Tyler Redick and... Josh Berry. Well, day. while he's doing that one, we're going to go to the one we can get four bonus points on if we pick the right winner on. That is the SRX. And for the SRX race this week, Eric has Ryan No Neck Newman. <laughs> and I'm going to go with Tony Stewart instead to win that race. I'm going to go with Newman. Newman? He All just right. feels right. I am going to go he with feel, Whoa, he feels right. Whoa, what do you mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Feels right. You're the one who went too far on like <laughs> Eric from last year. He, he, I know, I'm a little down he, bad tonight. He, he just, it just seems like he's going to win. Chill. So, I'm going to go with the guy who, when I was reading up, has absolutely dominated South Boston Speedway. I'm going to go with the local guy, Peyton Sellers, this week. Oh, is my pick. yes, yes, that's a good one. And uh, IDK, I'm going can't. for Tony Sir. I've been rooting him for him my whole <laughs> life. Know. I'm not going to change. One of the most biased <laughs> picks of anyone. Is going to be IDK every yeah. time it comes on. At least he's straight. Hey, at least, yeah, at least I'm yeah, honest. I'm different. Honest. I'm always different on my stuff. Going back to the uh, Xfinity series, I'm glad that I put the poll because at first I thought it was a 48, but the 8 nope. is pulling away in this so far. So, well, I think we'll give it to uh, give him Barry. Yeah, I'm um, seeing a lot of Newman. I think they're going to Newman. The Tony Stewart fan said Tony Stewart. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. So they're going, they're going Newman so they don't lose anything to Eric. All right. Yeah, now g- we're in cup. Give him Newman for SRX. Right. And is cup. the uh, the poll over with? I'm assuming. Yes. So okay, so Josh Barry it is. Who's yeah. gonna suck? All right, who's gonna, gonna suck this week? Eric doesn't didn't give me a sucker dark horse. So Darian, who's gonna oh, suck? I go first. Um, <laughs> this has been my go-to. Cole Custer, of course. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just uh, just it's been a bad season for that team. Yeah. Bradley Kozlowski. I am going to go with Harrison Burton. That He's just best finish of 11th this year. Hasn't been all that good. I mean, he's, he's making Matt DiBenedetto look really good. Mm. And while DiBenedetto is a, a fine driver in and of, his, in and of himself, <laughs> um, he is not somebody who should be running laps around you. So I'm, I'm going to go Harrison Burton, unfortunately. I'm going to be honest. I'm not optimistic about Truex at all anymore. Like, I, I love Martin Truex Jr. I love his story. I love like how he even got to the Cup Series, but you know I just feel like time's running out. I just don't think it's gonna do well this weekend. Yeah. Who do we got in the chat? Kurt Angle sucks. Yep. <laughs> you suck. Okay, NBR, I'm to stop saying Kurt Angle. Let's see. Oh, I see a lot of 41s, a couple of 23s. Quinn Half doesn't even race in the Cup Series anymore. <laughs> 
Uh, they don't erase anything anymore. I'm, I'm, couch. I'm, hey, I'm seeing Cole Custer. Well, one of them said Custer the Buster, so just give him Cole Custer. I see more, way more 40 ones. I mean, he's, he's performed better yeah. if we're going to get yeah. him out of this basement. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, underdogs? Underdogs, Jerry, and who you got? Okay. Well, he's coming off of a victory, and yes, he's locked into the playoffs, but... You know, I still want to see a little bit more consistency out of him, so I'm just I'm I'm still gonna categorize him as an underdog. Daniel Suarez, let's see now now that he has the win, is he gonna take the gas off or and is the consistency this is gonna a, improve? This we'll is, find out. This is the home race for Tootsie. For Tootsie, yeah, on his very car, important so. weekend. So yeah, Daniel Suarez, my underdog pick. Uh a couple weeks ago, Kansas was great for this team, and this might be a similar track. I'm going to say Bubba Dub Dub, Bubba Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time. I've just been wanting to say his name like that for some reason. Bubba Dub Dub. So I'm going to go with, with a guy who wasn't at this team last year, but this team performed at this track relatively well. Uh, I think that Brad Kozlowski is an underdog this week. So I'm going to go BK. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I think Eric Jones. I'm going to go with Eric Jones. That's like, a good pick. Because, Come I mean, on. if you look at it, when he's not wrecking late, you know, he's, he's still pretty good. He is. Including for, like, the, he's not wrecking. Yeah. yeah. If you take away a couple of those wrecks earlier in the season, he might potentially be yeah. in the points right now. Okay. What, what we got with the chat? Uh, I see a few 99s, some 43s. Again, this isn't for points, yeah. so we don't really have to care. Bubba Dub Dub, of course. What a nickname. <laughs> Hey, it's, it, it comes off the tongue, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing eights. Yeah, I'm hey, seeing Tony Stewart fan picked Eric Amarillo, so you're influencing him a little bit. I Bingo. See. The chat knows well. That's a few. Ooh, didn't Delivers even said Jones. Yeah. Just give him Eric Jones, it looks like. Sure. Yeah, we'll just give y'all Eric Jones. I really didn't say any clear favorite, but sure, go yeah. with that. It's not for points anyways, guys. But yeah. All right, so now we are at that segment of the show where we find out who's going to win! Who's going to win! At Nashville this weekend. Well, Eric did give me a cup win pick for this one, and I think it's going to be very popular for all of you out there. It is Chase Elliott Mm -hmm. is his pick. Chase Elliott. All right. So this guy I'm about to pick, look, he's been... Oh, can you scroll all the way down really quick? Just scroll to that part so I can see the current point standings. Okay, okay. So um, out of all of the non-winners, he's currently at the top right now. If you look at the regular season standings, he has been absolutely consistent, but just doesn't get get enough credit because he uh, has uh, yet to win outside of the All-Star race, of course. Yes, that's right, Ryan Blaney. I think he will be the 13th different winner this season. All right, this is a big week for him. Uh, please don't smash the, please don't smash the guitar again. You've got a movie premiering <laughs> this week, Kyle Busch. Doesn't it premiere tomorrow? Premieres tomorrow. And, it'll be and, out and in you'll be there. Next week. Yes, I will be at the premiere of Kyle Busch's documentary. Uh, it's like a documentary made called Rowdy, I think is what it's Rowdy. called. Um, it'll be in theaters next week. You can actually go online and still buy a ticket. It'll be a one-night only kind of thing. But uh, I'll be part of the media group there to see the premiere for it. So nice. uh, stay tuned to the channel. I have some stuff from that. Uh, this guy last year had a hard charge at the end of the race. Was the fastest car on the track, not Kyle Larson but he was faster than Kyle Larson last year. And he was in worse equipment in that 42 Chevrolet. I'm going to go with Ross Chastain mm-hmm. as my win pick this year. I went with Kyle Busch, but I I went with the smashing guitars rather than smashing water. Yeah. Now he just needs smashing pumpkins. Listen, you need to look at the stats here, okay? 
I'm on. I'm gonna be honest. The only poll winner ever at Nashville. I know. I was gonna say that, but I'm actually gonna go with Ross Chastain, the other Floridian. Yeah, I actually want to get some points. So (laughs) I'm looking at this right now. Plus seven on sixteen. Kind of scares me. So we still need a top five for Eric, or a top ten, or a top fifteen. Just don't crash. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I actually think Ross Chastain's got a really good shot. I like how you. So you're the one who's supposed to steal points from us, but you're going with his pick too. I'm sorry. Like, going in, kind of just going in, I was like, ooh, this is going to be Ross Chastain's weekend. I really want Ross Chastain to win. Like, I want to see him win a cup race in person as well, so it's still a little biased. But Mm -hmm. I feel really good about that Trackhouse team. I think they're the coolest team in NASCAR right now, and they're now becoming one of the the fastest teams, in my opinion. The chat is very clearly not going to let Eric get away from him. I'm saying nothing but nine. It's Chase Elliott. Yeah. They they stole it. Putting it down. Yeah, Blue Jimmy, I was surprised. He didn't pick Eric Amarola. <laughs> so outside, so literally the only thing they have different for points is Xfinity. Wow. They better be really hoping Barry does a lot better than <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, Reddick. <laughs> and chat again, you are only plus one over Eric right now. So eh. We're playing the strategy game, man. Be consistent. Yeah. And I still have to catch you. Yeah, three of us still do. So still have quite a long season to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of a long time to go, we just wrapped up with pretty much all the show except for the rest of the Super Chats. We, yeah. We've had an early night. Yeah, yeah well, we is, didn't have much reason yeah, to talk about. It, it, yeah. It's an off week, so it was an off week last so week. So let's get into the goofy stuff you guys have paid me to say oh live on, on stream. So let's there get into this. Where, where were we last at? Oh, yeah, we were, we were with Hot Piss. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> the next one come in from jcrider175. Appreciate the $10 donation. Very generous of you. I was at Knoxville in the pits. Friesen flipped right in front of me. Only saw two cameras. I thought it was an awesome race. So It probably was pretty cool in person. Yeah. There was a good angle of her flip to end up coming on YouTube. This I week saw I that. Saw. Yeah. Good quality. Um, another one from jcrider175. Appreciate the $10. He said, also the Knoxville facility is amazing. Hotel was... My old Iowa Speedway. Shame it ain't used for at least Xfinity. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Norm Benning Racing for VIP passes to Knoxville. Norm. Oh, oh, okay, so Norm Benning got him the VIP passes. That's yeah. pretty cool. Norm, cool. yes! He didn't make the race, but hey, he's nice. Norm he's is, nice is good people. Yeah. Groovy Goose coming in at 499. Appreciate that. I feel like Fox changed in 2020 when the Pro Invitational started. That's, that's a good That's a good. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, gosh. Fox hasn't been serious ever since. It's like they are on autopilot. Do you agree? Yeah, that, that's more that, yeah. that, That's yeah, fair. Like yeah. that, that is very fair. They haven't gotten out of that mode yet. Like, guys, it's over. The pit. We'll, we'll, we're not stuck inside anymore. <laughs> not doing it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Melon Smasher won. I bet they'll be happy if Ross Chastain wins this weekend. Give him a four ninety nine. Appreciate that. How's it going, boys? Do we think we see Elio Castroneves in NASCAR this year or next year? Next we kind year. of already talked yeah, about we, that. We answered that one. But, uh, yeah, next year. Uh, PTM Billy, he'll probably be at Nashville this weekend. Appreciate the dollar ninety nine. Will there be a meetup slash tweet up at the track? You know, I haven't heard probably. anything from Bob yet, but I'm probably. sure there will be. I know last year, right outside the front of the speedway, there was a big Nashville Super Speedway sign. I imagine it would be right there. I don't think there was a tweet up last year because it was still in the weird COVID kind of transition. I'm pretty sure there'll be one this year. There'll probably be one this year. I'd, I'd imagine probably by the Nashville Super Speedway sign. Uh, Zach Toddrift, appreciate the Todd. The Todd. That's the Todd right oh, there. Okay, we love okay. Toddrift. The John, yo. <laughs> Bro. We love Zach Toddrift. Yeah. Uh, Kyle 3000, appreciate the 999. Kevin Harvick is amazing. I won't hear otherwise. Oh, you've been oh, challenged, chat. You've been challenged. Best driver all time. There we Wins go. Twice. Finally, some positivity on Harvick. 
Alex Lumps, appreciate the five dollars. It is great. It is a great sorrow. I retire my character of Gordon the Big Engine, but honestly, I just got tired of the shtick. Yeah, I, don't I, I don't blame you, Alex. But hey, he still got the profile pic, so you know it's Gordon yeah. secretly. So <laughs> I appreciate you coming on us with your name, man, and uh, you'll always be Gordon the Big Engine to us. Yes. Napa Racing Fan 927, appreciate that. For the $5, Nashville Super Speedway. The Super Speedway that is not a Super Speedway <laughs> and a track that is not in Nashville, unlike five F1 tracks, but in Lebanon, Tennessee. That was a good, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I love that. I Nova Stone 12 coming in at $5, appreciate that. I usually only watch lower series when there is cup drivers. If they bring attention to the lower series and tracks, then why everyone anti-cup drivers? Because they don't want to see them win, like, all the time. I think it just got, yeah, it got yeah. to be where, like, 2009, 2010, literally, you knew the nationwide guys had no chance. Well, it was as bad as 05, it was, 06. It was so. going to be Keselowski, Kyle Busch, Kevin mm-hmm. Harvick, or Carl Edwards. That was it. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, even when Clint Boyer won his nationwide series championship, he was basically in the cup series at that point, too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Atmos One, appreciate the four ninety nine. Might go to my first solo race this year at Fall Bristol. Any tips on how to set it up or what to do? Go to all of the uh, vendors outside the track, have some pals before the race, and uh, if you have a Toyota, park for free at the Toyota parking lot. Uh, John Van Vandeventer, appreciate the dollar ninety nine. Cole Custer got engaged too. Congratulations, Cole. Hey, I, I didn't see good. that, but that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, looking at the picks, Darren and Chap, you need to feel bad now. You're going to say he sucked right after he got engaged. Uh, I mean, on track <laughs> and personal, it's uh, way different. They didn't know when they picked that. <laughs> Wesley Wilson, appreciate $1.99. Trucks at Tazewell Speedway during the Bristol Dirt Weekend. That'd be crazy. That would. I still need to take these guys to Tazel Speedway. They, they will go eventually. Where is I can uh, tell the next one's about Chicago. It's in uh, uh, East Tennessee. It's where I grew oh, up at. Okay. Corvette Racing 48. Appreciate the $5. I'll say it with a stern face. Gentlemen, start your gunshots. <laughs> but it's okay. 70% of the city's good. Shorty PJM. Appreciate the $2.22. Look, NASCAR and IndyCar doubleheader. 7-4 seven seven tradition. No. Oh, I'm cool with that. Yeah. July 4th. Yeah, yeah. July 4th. That's cool. That'll be interesting. Corbett Racing 48, appreciate $5. Daytona can be July 4th weekend, then Road America the week after, and Atlanta the regular season finale. Daytona, Atlanta can be run at night. I'd be all right with that. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Napa Racing Fan 927, appreciate it, $2. Rest in peace, Speed Channel. Speed was way better than FS1. I think Speed we can really all, died for this, bro. It really we died can, for we that. can all agree on that. We'll never be able to beat Speed. Nope. We, we never knew what we had until it was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, oh, actually, because these go away quicker. Blue Jimmy 48 Fan, thanks for being a member for 14 months. And he said, for every super chat, you helped end the BFM jinx. Guys, again, the BFM, it's not real, guys. It's, it's just not real. It's oh, it's fake. real. It's all fake, <laughs> uh, Bake the Snake, appreciate the $5. Question for Jarrett. I know it's been two months, but did Darian get his trophy for the Mikey stream? Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, oh, that was yeah. from him, right? Was that yeah. from him? Hey, thank you so much, man. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, no. It's awesome. I love it. And then the Super Squad, didn't say anything, just dropped in dollar. Appreciate that, Super, so squad. Super Squad. Always good to see you. Uh, the Dom Goblin, appreciate dollar ninety nine. Danny, check Facebook. Okay. They're saying Kansas is down a race. We, we talked we about all, that we, for a we minute. We talked about that. Yeah, I mean, 
Did we before the show? We did it before, oh, before we uh, because I okay. saw it. I read it out. Uh, let's 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 uh, real quick. Um, so it was tweeted out there um, by someone who does not usually BS with this stuff. I think it was Colton. Colton Cranmore yeah, usually yeah. He, doesn't say anything for rumors. Yeah, so he was saying that when he talked to someone who's a season ticket, ticket holder yeah. at Kansas, that they were told, uh, again, all rumor, reckless speculation here, but that Kansas would be down to one date with a July 8th, I think, date, and would be run on a Saturday night. And Chicagoland will get the other date. Now, we don't know if it's true or not. You know I want it to be true. But the thing that's really holding it back for me is the fact that Kansas, I believe, has a contract for like 2026 or 2027 with Hollywood Casino. Yeah. Unless they work something out there, I don't know how that would all go. Um, but, you know what? This Super Chat might be the first you hear of it. And if that's what happens, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Um, knock on wood. But I, I doubt this would happen. But if it does, I'm going to be at Chicagoland next year. I'm not going to Chirac. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'll be kind of NASCAR's biggest kind of shot in the foot is give two options for Chicago and see which one does better. Yeah. I think the street course initially will, but the, the, the long speedway term, itself yeah. is a better long-term build upon it. Build, yeah. build like you did with Kansas. But let's be honest, not a, I don't think a single intermediate nowadays can hold two races and look aesthetically pleasing with uh, a lot yeah. of people in the even, stands. Even Darlington, like this past year, like I, I bet you the Southern 500 looked good, but it did not look good no, on TV. No. Like this this past spring race, so I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the line, every single intermediate only has one date, except for technically Charlotte because they have the Roval. But once again, we'll see what they do Less with the Roval. Texas, yes, or get rid of it entirely. Uh, appreciate the nine ninety nine coming from Jake Alcorn. Very generous of you, man. Hope to get out to this track for a race sometime in the future as it's fairly close he goes in he's in knoxville he says go vols appreciate that go vols been there for a drift event but pretty cool place yeah. y'all have fun definitely definitely fun. will it's not that far of a drive from knoxville jake so make sure you come out eventually to nashville i think there's even still tickets available so hey look online man get and, your ticket come out this weekend and hopefully the balls make a bowl game this year right dan uh they should at least do that all right <laughs> Uh, GN NASCAR fan 24 appreciate the dollar 99 Nashville Cup will simulcast on Peacock as well. I thought they all do that. Well, I, I, I think I think it's new this year because last year they had yeah. the NBC Sports app, so it's kind of new for it this year. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think that for all the races though that they'll be simulcasting. Yeah, so okay. it'll just be another avenue for people to watch it with through NBC. Uh, Bake the Snake coming out again with another $5. I think that's the last Super Chat for tonight. The trophy wasn't from me, but oh. I was there when the guy gave it to you. Oh. Side note, still a bit surprised by your reaction when I told you who I am. Bake the Snake. Oh. Wait, what? Bake the Snake. Oh, Bake the... Oh. Are you talking about the fairgrounds? The, wait, the fair... No, 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 not the fairgrounds. Was it at Martinsville? Bristol. No, no oh, Bristol. Bristol. Bristol, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, no. Yeah, I was saying because I know we met someone at the mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Yeah. He thought it was someone else. I thought, no, no, no. Okay, okay. I know who he is. Okay, now. this doesn't reveal too much, so I'll say, me and Jarrett were joking about this. I finally got paid by YouTube. Yay! <laughs> so, so full, tra- full transparency, I ordinarily get paid from Google, like, really early on the 21st the of, of each month. Yeah. And I've been sitting here wondering, like, where, why have I not got the email saying I've been paid? And then finally tonight, I'm like, it's like a relief right there. Yeah. 
One last super chat coming in from Nathan Diller. Appreciate the $5. IDK player, you ever consider hosting your own iRacing league? That would be dope. <laughs> Side note, Austin Dillon doesn't deserve a three car. That's kind of a hot take. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Addressing well, the first thing. Yeah, whoa, we're, we're, we're doing it. We're doing <laughs> yeah. the league. And our the NR Cup Series. And our yeah. Cup Series. I think I can at least say vaguely March 2023. Um, it's going to start. Yeah. start. Uh, so it's going to start. So... We are less than nine months away from the premiere. Mm-hmm. We're actually closer to eight months away. Yeah. Um, and full transparency here, when it comes to this, the three of us had been work have been working on this since the middle of 2021. Yeah. Like we want this to d- be done right. It's it'll be about two years in the making. So, uh, we got some big ideas, big stuff, and uh, you'll be finding out projects. on Enter Night in America mm-hmm. and the NASCAR Weekly Podcast throughout the year. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, be on the lookout. And then another two dollar come in from Napa Racing Fan nine twenty seven. They say five p.m. start is dumb. I'd rather have a full night race. I kind of agree with on I that. I agree. Yeah. I think they're trying to maximize the viewership. Because think, think about how how long does it? It doesn't get dark here up to like what eight thirty. Yeah, yeah, the race will be done about seven seven thirty. So it, it's, it's not even, it's not going to be close to a mm-hmm. night race unless yeah. the the rain. The rain's probably going to make it one. I think what they're trying to do is just maximize prime time viewership on mm-hmm. big NBC yeah. first race. I I hope the rain stays away so we can get lucky with that because I think I would like to have that big boost TV ratings wise into the next half of the season. Yeah. But yeah, man. Click that like button. That looks like that's about it and. Uh, Oh darn! We have no uh, no Dale call. No Dale call this week. Vroom. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but hey, before we actually get out of here, though, let's just say uh, Nick. Up. Next week's show, we will be uh, not together like this in person. We'll be welcoming Eric back on a show, kicking this guy out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just kidding. We love you, IDK. We love IDK. Uh, next week at. 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Jarrett's channel, and we'll go over all the events. We'll go over all the events from Nashville, and we'll preview the Fourth of July weekend. That'll be another race in a row that we all go to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for us here tonight. I found the Dale Call commercial. That's cl- close enough. Yeah, close all enough. Right. Am I gonna get copyrighted for it? It's just the Dale Call sound. Okay, sure, play it. All right, all right. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, step here this episode is brought to you by forney industries get it done with green forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines metalworking accessories and more for do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers forney has everything you need for your next project shop forney's top of the line products at forneyind.com that's forney f-o-r-n-e-y ind i-n-d.com or at an authorized forney dealer near you